1: GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. You, you gonna go on?
0: Listen, you gonna, <coughs> I had a enough of got sponsors, brother. I get to that when I get to that. So, what you had enough of me about, nigga? What? A lot, nigga. I, what the fuck, the fuck, fuck is a lot? What you
2: talking about, nigga? I, I seen you on Saturday. I'm back. I'm seeing you again right now, nigga. It's too much. It's too much? Yeah, nigga. I don't want to see you like that. I, wanna, I just want to see you on Mondays, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> nigga,
0: I got my paycheck, Wayne. Fuck, see talking I just want to see you right. on Monday. <laughs> yeah, Yo, in case you've been under
2: a rock or smoking rock, you now tuned into the Personal Party Podcast. I am the Cush God, Smoke. There's a. On the um on the right of me, I got my good. I look, you know, I I am not good with introductions, but I'm going. This this <laughs> yeah, I got a, I got a roll. A of, I got a roll of red carpet out for this one. I, I got my mother. This is not a guest. This is not company. I have my family in this motherfucker. So right now, this is this is Soul Food Mondays, and we sitting at the table right now with day. with with one of the greatest human beings. That I have had the pleasure of knowing Since I was about 13 years old Um, I can't remember a time This nigga wasn't in my life The motherfucking legend, (laughs) the guru, (laughs) my motherfucking brother, Wayne Wayne and this motherfucker, man. man.
1: What's up, y'all, man? man. man. (laughs) Y'all, make me feel good, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. Wayne fucking. Yo, one thing I say is that I always get good intros. Like nobody, nobody (laughs) nobody, never give me no half-ass shit. I be, I be so happy. I be saying it like, man, like this. This lit.
0: The nigga didn't even say my name yet.
2: Oh nah, yeah, and I got this nigga (laughs) show, bro. Didn't say my name
0: yet. Yo, Dick, what's up? You ain't say my name yet. Name
2: is on the front of the podcast with me, bro. I'm tired of announcing you, bro.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Niggas already know what it is.
2: Show Broadway. Broadway show name, man. God damn, (laughs) man. We doing all right, man. We doing a little better here, man. How we doing better? Cause my eyes.
0: <laughs> you you feel i, f- I, feel, like, You're I feel like You yeah, feel The allergies like he was... is crazy over there. Stay over there. Nigga. Nah, I'm good. I'm I'm good. No, you know what I mean. I wouldn't we... be here if you ain't take that COVID test. Yeah, I'm, I'm, straight. I'm straight. Yeah, all right, I'm straight. nigga.
2: Now, enough about me. And that's a nice little outfit you got on. Go ahead, oh, shout.
0: Yeah, yo, no fake love. I appreciate you They showing love, man. They that's shit hot. Yeah, I'm saying. Nah, no I asked you to stand up the game. I'm outfit. standing up, man. I'm showing them the fit. It don't
2: look good? <laughs> sit down, dick. It you, it don't you look, look good? A, You look like a mannequin, man.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm supposed to look like.
2: All right, sit down, man. You know what,
0: oh. what I'm saying? Yeah, no fake love. I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying?
2: Niggas got. All yo, like this that. nigga turned. Niggas done turned this nigga into somebody. I don't even. This nigga is giving drunk. This nigga is doing drunk. says
0: you. Meanwhile. Say me uh, so hold on, hold on. I ain't been somebody before
2: this. Don't smoke. Now, you was always somebody.
0: I'm
2: talking, like, somebody. I'm, I <laughs> I'm talking about somebody.
0: I'm talking about. This nigga be wilding, bro. And
2: I'm talking about somebody. Um, important, notable,
0: notable,
2: notable. That's notable. different. You know what I mean? It's I'm a trying, different. man. Yeah. You know what Spe- this is new wave right here. Speaking <laughs> of notable, because I don't want to talk to you. Go ahead. I <laughs> talk to you enough. Go ahead. I want to talk to my brother It was good. I, you know, what I mean, I don't talk to my brother, brother enough. I you know, feel yeah, me? yeah. yeah that's a it, fact. It's it's been it's been a journey,
1: bro. That's something to say at least a journey, is shit, man. Been through a lot to get to been, who we is today. You feel me, bro? A whole lot.
2: I know, you know, I got. I kind of got to start from the beginning, but I'm going to be all over the place.
1: That's fine. It's cool.
2: But I remember <clears throat> riding the C train with you every morning. Yeah. I knew I was I was either, no, I was actually late every morning. So that's how I would be able to ride the train with you. Right,
1: right, right. That's a fact.
2: And I would get off on 59th. You'll get off on 50th Street. Sometimes I'll get off on 50th Street with you just to yeah. keep the conversation going and then walk or figure my way back to where I had to go to get to school. Right. But I always had these conversations with you about what we're doing right now. Yeah. I feel yeah. like we manifested our lives. That's a fact. What this, this shit is, is.
1: That's crazy. It's like, I be thinking about that shit all the time. Like, you know, I think about any time a person that's in my life or I've been around, I always think about, like, how long i known them, the conversations we had, all that shit. And, like, me and Dizzy, bro, we had, like, every day. Just talking about one day what we would do. Because when I was in a... I wasn't even in the music. I was in the mailroom delivering shit. And then after school... like It would be... We get on the train in the morning or after school. Mm-hmm. I always wait for you. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I wait for you. We get up. Then we'd be in the train station. We'd be in the train station talking before we even got on the train for mad long. Like, yo, we'd be, we'd be on the... Oh, like, we we used to be, um like, on the train... This one? Oh, this one. My fault, my fault, my fault. So, yeah, we used to be, um, you know, on it. we'd be in a train station for like an hour just talking about, yo, man, like, yo, this is what I want to do. And he'd be telling me, yo, like, this is what I'm going to do. And I'd be like, yo, whichever one of us, like, make it first. Like, we just got to pull each other up. And, like, slowly but shortly, I started making a transition into that shit. And then this it follow, like, soon after. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't that far off. You know what I mean? But it was like... I feel like when he started to have his moments was a little bit later, but like he, I would just come back with the information. I, I come come to the hood with the information like, yo, this is what I'm doing. If you want to do it, you got to do it like this and da, da, da. And then like they would just take it and run with it. Facts.
0: Mm-hmm. Facts, facts. You was in the mailroom with Sheree Bryant, right? Who? Sheree Bryant.
2: sherry
1: No, 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 no. I wasn't in the mailroom. When I was in the mailroom. Shari was working at Rockefeller already right, so I was the reason why I think I even succeeded in that mailroom shit was because like it was it wasn't just me there like like when I tell my story, it's like I kind of skip over all other people that was in there, but it was like a lot of do I was the youngest person in there, you know what I mean, like I had got that job because I had dropped out of school and shit, and my mom was just like, yo listen, like you can't if you're not gonna go to school, you can't just be in the house all day doing nothing. I'm coming home cooking, you just here all day like you gotta do something." And then she wanted me to stay out the streets and shit, because when I was in high school, I was getting into a lot of trouble and well, shit. Didn't you go to King? Hell we yeah, I went to King.
2: See, we, you know what I mean, he went to King. That yeah. he went. King was King bro. and Dice. We was it was the Bloods and the Crips. It was Malcolm and Martin. That was yeah. motherfucking. And Westside. And Westside. Westside West was yeah. where they kicked. What's all the no Park, Park, Park West? Park West. Park West. Park no, West. Didn't you go to Park West? Nah, I went to Dice. You I went to Dice? Park West. I, I feel like um for you, night school. For real? Yeah. I went to the Park West. No, I went to
1: the dice. Park
0: West was a danger zone too, though. Yeah,
1: all them schools were, yo, it's just the nineties was like a, a crazy time, man. Like, you know, it's not I ain't gonna front, a lot of people from our era act like like we know so much, but our time wasn't no different than these teenagers. That's a fact. The only yeah, thing we have fact. like now is just like we have t- we have social media and, and and I mean they have social media and we didn't, but like a lot, like, a lot of, like, this morning I had got a call like one of my, my son's teammates on his basketball team caught a charge. This kid's 14 years old. And I'm I'm like, that's not far off from shit that my friends was doing. Not that I advocated or not, but it's just like, it's a cycle of shit that just keep going on, going on, going on. So, like, me getting in the mailroom, I was the youngest dude. Like, it was all the dudes that was in there was in their 20s and shit. Right, you know right. what I mean? And, but. The people upstairs, they just was more receptive because you know dudes in their twenties that's working in the mirror room in the music building is most likely trying to rap or like they ain't as. I was the young kid in there. I would help out. I, you know what I mean. You had
0: connections
1: to the streets at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even. The crazy thing about it is, is like when we was kids, we ain't call it the streets. Like we just, we just was, it just was life. You know what I mean? Yeah, like where you from? Yeah, it was like I never when I when I was a kid, I never looked at it like yeah, I'm in the streets. Like I just was, I would go outside. You know what I mean? It's like you. I moved to Harlem when I was twelve years old, so it's like. I always was coming to Harlem because my grandfather lived on 42nd and Edgecombe. And then my aunt had got a crib on, on 33rd and 8th. So, like, I would always be down there and shit. But then when we moved there, it was totally different when you open up that door by yourself and got to go outside. You got to figure out mm-hmm. how you, what's your route when you're making it home? A who the fact. people you're, you're meeting? Who the fuck you talking to? Who you playing ball with? That's like, ball, is with, ball and just just want to have fun is with just bridged us all together. From me, Dizza, uh, fucking T-Rex, Mook. Nim, we all was kids going to Graham's tomb. Dizzy was battling grown men when he was 13.
0: <laughs> like, uh,
1: you know what I mean? Like, like that's how we all met each other. Cause really we, nice. bro, if we would have had, if we would have thought about camera, me and Nim was talking about that one day. I said, bro, if we'd have had cameras, you know how much money we'd
0: have made? Oh that's my s- God. Documented
1: all that. Bro, you I'm talking about like, imagine Mook 12 years old battling a grown man and Macy's standing right there watching. That's crazy. that's crazy, my nigga. That ass, bro. Like. kissing them niggas standing there like looking like oh who these little niggas like you know what I'm saying so we just I I just looked at it as just it wasn't like street shit or nothing I just was you know outside and as a kid and just making wrong decisions figuring out how to do right by doing wrong Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying so
2: how did you transition from out the mailroom and so, actually, before we get to that, yeah. Before you got to Rockefeller, wasn't you with diplomats first?
1: Nah. How,
2: how did that work?
1: I got, nah. So the shit, the diplomat shit, cause I'll I be skipping over that too, cause it was really short. The thing was, it was, um, I.
0: Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: When Cam and them first got there, I was interning at Rockefeller, but I didn't even know what interning was. I just was going to the office every day. Right. And I didn't really have nothing to do. It was just, like, right, right. shit boring. Like, it's like, <laughs> yo, go get this nigga food. Go get this nigga sneakers or, like, just make copies of this email and take it around. It's just boring shit. So one day, like, I was, I was standing in the hallway, and Cam and Jim walked in. And it looked like they just was arguing about something because they both had on a sick face. And the Kim was like, he's like yo, shorty. He like yo, yo, how much money you making here, yo? I was like hundred dollars a week. He said, come to diplomats, I pay two hundred dollars a week. <laughs> <laughs> <He> said, <laughs> crazy, I said, so I was like, I'm like, all right, cool, right? So at this time, I don't have an allegiance or a loyalty. I'm just trying to figure out how I could make a career for myself. So, so. I, I um Cam gave me his number. I remember I'll never forget that day, bro. I came back to the block. Cause I used to, I'm from the east side, but I hung on Dizzle Block all the time. Okay. So I came over there, I'm telling Angie and I'm like, yo, this nigga Cam gave me his number. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I'm call I'm calling him, everybody listening. Nobody like he was the answer to this shit. I'm like, yo, he gave me So then um uh, what the way the Cam shit happened was, well, the way the diplomat, I was working for diplomats for a very, very short time, but the way it happened was, um, it was this dude. I, I'm sorry, but I forget his name. But my mom, she a job developer, and she worked for this company called Strive. It was like this company on the east side, where like you know, it it, it creates like job readiness for the for the youth. So it's like you know, you come into this place, you don't know how to handle yourself in an interview. They are teaching you how to speak. They you teach the you body. how to yeah. They yeah. teach you how to look in the person's eyes, yeah. shake their hand. So I had all these skills growing up. So my mom, it was this dude in there that my mom had help. he had just came home and he and she helped him get a job, get on his feet. Mm-hmm. So every time he see me, he just, Oh, Wayne, what's up man? How you doing? How your mom? Da, mm-hmm, da. Mm-hmm. So he like, he was from from um from uptown, He's from like Cam Block. Okay. So, you know, everybody always asked me like ever, ever since I was a kid, like, what you doing? Cause niggas always wanted to make sure I wasn't still doing the same bullshit I was doing when I was like early in my teens. So he was like, yo, I said, yo, I said yo, am you know I'm at Rockefeller, but um I met Cam and Cam um he said that he would hire me. So he called he called Kim. I was with Tone. Remember Tone? They used to be on the block. He's that the first nigga with the spinners and all that. <laughs> I always was around like I always was around like older niggas that got money. I don't know like older niggas that was getting money always like with pull me around or just keep me around cause I never was doing too much
2: nah right, cause exactly. you was fly nah yeah. I was, was fly I was, was definitely yeah, yeah I had the new
1: drill I always kept the, the, the new, new book bu- but that's around. cause I you know I like even with hustling I would never like cause there's people you know every time you say who you are it's a hundred people that be like that nigga ain't who he this right, right. <laughs> that nigga used to eat cheeseburgers yeah, like, right. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. yo, you be like you be like man this, that nigga used to eat spaghetti that
0: nigga ain't even yeah. like that that would be the
1: dumbest shit so all I'm saying is is like yeah. <laughs> you know I never was like I never was no big hustler. I I grew up on a block where like a lot of niggas on my block was getting money, and what I would do is I would go to like other blocks that I hung on and just ask them, "Could I do this? Could I do little little stuff?" And because I I never really I didn't want to risk my life going to prison for a long time, so I would do the most minimal shit that I could possibly do that would give me the lightest charge, and I would that's how I made my money. So uh, older niggas used to always like watch me and have me around, but um I was with Tone and the brother I'm telling you about. He was in his car and I was riding with tone and I'm telling him what I'm doing. He like, Cam say you gonna hire you? Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, he calls Cam. He like he put him because I kept calling nigga, I couldn't get him on on the phone. He had him on speaker. He like, yo, he said, yo, you know um that kid, you gave me your number, his name Wayne. He from the east side. He like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know he be in the office. He's like, yeah, he's like, you told me you was gonna look out for him. He like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, um, he like, yo, look out for him. His mom. He like when I came home, his mom took care of me. You know what I mean? Like his mom helped me get on my feet. So he's like, yo, be like I need you to reach back out to that kid. I'm like, all right, boom. I forgot. I was I was going to do something for Rockefeller. They sent me on like this um this A and R thing in D C and I was getting on a plane and somebody called me like, Hey, my name is such and such. I work for Kim. He wants you at his apartment on Monday at this time. I'm like, all right. So my first job and only job at Diplomats was fucking what was the what C D was that? The um the the, the, the mixtape. Nah it was the mixtape that the
2: dramatic community volume one, the shit with K Slay?
1: Not that one. It was the, the second one. The one that had them the the paid and full scene on it.
2: Okay, 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 okay. okay, okay. okay. So
1: my, my 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 Cam had a like a condo in Jersey. This was my job, bro. I went to his um I would go to his uh his crib and just sit in there and burn CDs all day and package them 'em. I'd do that shit all day, but then that shit got boring.
0: So you was bagging up?
1: bagging up. <laughs> right, right. And it, and it, bagging but up, no, the man. crazy thing was Cam, Cam ain't paid me because I could never. Yo, bro, he was the hottest nigga on the planet at that time. So you couldn't
2: track him down. I never
1: could you track him. But I say one thing about Cam, bro. I, I had stopped doing this shit. And then um, I asked him. I said, yo, Cam, I never got paid. He's like, you stopped coming to work. And I said, no, I worked for this many weeks. He said, how many weeks you work? I said, like, it was like a month. He's like, how much I owe you? I said, you told me he was going to give me uh, $200 a week. He went in his pocket and gave me the shit.
0: Real
1: nigga shit. And gave me the shit. So I'm always like, I always appreciate Cam, bro. Like that nigga was like, he, I fuck with Cam. You know what I mean? I fuck with Cam for real. All
0: nigga.
2: Yeah. So from there, how did you get to Rockefeller?
1: The Rockefeller shit, well, you know, I was in the mailroom. And the crazy thing about it was, remember when we remember when Backstage came out, and all of us went to go see it. Of course, that shit so, movie. So all of us went to. Yo, Raheem. <laughs> we, took, we took a field trip. We bro. took a field trip. The we whole block. Trip, bro. Raheem that brought me. Change. Raheem brought before my birthday just passed. Raheem mm-hmm. brought me the um the vinyl of that shit. Oh,
0: that's, that's fire! That fire. Fire. Fire.
1: fire. My best friend. Yeah, he brought that's, me that shit. That shit changed the game, did you? So we all like me. this like everybody from his block. We went to go see that shit. And when I seen that shit, I was like, wow! Like I was blown away. And then um. I got the mailroom job like months after. I can't remember when it came out. I got the mailroom job months after. So That's
0: crazy. After you seen backstage, you got the mailroom
1: job. It stars a line for me, bro. Like stars really, I, I really say like, you know, That's crazy. like I ain't going to call it luck because I put a lot of work in. Mm-hmm. I put a lot of work in, but I ain't going to front, bro. If you position yourself, like if you just think shit, like if you really think and believe or can see something past that, shit that don't exist like i'm talking about like bro everything that i've ever done in life was all shit that never it wasn't in my like it wasn't in my immediate sight you know what I mean it wasn't in my immediate side. It was like shit. Like we dream. Me and him should talk about shit. Yo, I can't wait for the day, man. I'm going to have me a chain, a car, because that's all we wanted. Like, we we even give a fuck we wanted about the bullshit, like, Because
0: that's what you see as a young.
1: Yeah, because because like he, I come from a block that get money. He come from a block that get money. So all we just watching niggas like like the girl, like bro. All I wanted was the girls that like me. That's I'm it. Same. That's same. it. Same. So and, and 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 the means was the flyest car, the having the new sneakers, having it this, having it that. So like. Um, my goal was like when I got into the mailroom my first day there. Like I'm we walking, they teaching me how to do the shit, and then I'm like I'm seeing all these. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, why? What is? They like this the building where all the labels is at. I thought it was a bro. I imagine being a kid that don't know none of this exists. Like you just see rappers on TV and hear them on the radio all the time, and then one day you walk into a building and you see their offices.
0: You like that's down here,
1: bro. That shit was like it's 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 like like. If a if and I I always put the way I really understand life is through fiction, for yeah. real. Because it's like I I read a lot of comic books when I was a kid, and that's the only way I was able to rationalize life. Because a lot of shit that is in comic books transpire like them adults was writing real stories, but putting it in some other shit. Mm. So imagine being a fucking a eighteen year old kid that fucking works out all the time, and then you walk into the building and and you see Captain America. Mm. You see fucking Batman, and you see the Justice League on this floor, the Avengers on that floor, and all they villains got the other floors, the and you like is
0: all superheroes.
1: they so, superheroes, yeah, no, they really man, superheroes. So I'm like, I'm walking, bro, I'm walking in a, I'm walking a building, and I see Irv Gotti's name on the door, and I see Chris Gotti and BJ mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. fucking um all these other people, and my god, damn, I keep. But I, when we was kids, I would always read the packaging, so I'm seeing every name, like you don't even know what that means. I'm, I'm like. Those are the names. I'm like, I, I thought I thought I was on, like, punk before punk. Like, I'm like, this real? Like, I'm, I'm asking niggas, like, though that's real upstairs? Like, it's really, they, I'm like, Ja Rule be up there? They like, yeah, Ja Rule be up there. I'm like, Jay-Z be upstairs? Like, DMX? They like, yeah. Like, you crazy? Like, I, I couldn't believe it. This, and, was, this was the
2: era when rappers was in the office, actually.
1: Yeah, they used to be in the office. Yeah, rappers ain't, they, they don't go in the office speak. no more. That's
0: when they was like, you know what I'm
1: saying? It's a thing. But like, the mm-hmm. office was like, it was a culture within itself because, like, what's crazy is the office niggas smoked out the office. It's like you, it was the one office you came you you can't the even. 90s, then the, the, yeah, little, 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 well, too early two thousand, late ninety, yeah, because I got in two thousand. I got in there in like two thousand. So yeah, yeah. So um, backstage
0: ninety nine, yep. Yeah.
1: The mailroom, you know that the transition into the Rockefeller was, I got fired from the mailroom.
0: I remember
1: that yeah I got fired
0: I got fired how you get fired up the mail room nigga talk about you get the
1: bag and fumble it on another level bro and I wasn't even getting no money the thing was it was this everything is sent digitally now so all information was transferred at this time by paper so you had inter-office envelopes niggas was email existed but nobody was using that like that you know what I'm saying so what happened was it was like this box that was coming from. It was.
0: Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Bada ba ba ba.
1: From one of my floors that I had to take to. It was coming from Dev Jam. Mm. It was coming from Dev Jam and it had to go to the royalty department because mm. my floor was the royalty department.
2: Okay, I think I remember this
1: so, so. This dude, my man Pat, he left the box in the freight area. He like, yo, he we talked on walkie talkies. He like, yo, I left the box. Just uh, take it to. The- I forgot the box and anything that's left in the freight area overnight they throw out. So, I, so imagine how many niggas like think about this. Like, you know, you BMI ass cap and collected, mm-hmm. and we talking about royalties. So I probably fucked up a lot of people' money. <laughs> like, you know what I
0: mean? <laughs> they threw
1: that box out and it was just like, yo, they gotta go. Mm-hmm. So I got fired and then like, man, mm-hmm. I back to. Yeah, I mean, back to square one. I was back, you know, back in the hood. I mean, I was I still was in the hood. I lived mm-hmm. there, but like back home, um, just trying to figure out other jobs and shit. And then, um, I was cool with Shari. You now, see, that was the thing. It was like I was cool with Shari, and I started working for this the sneaker store on my block. And I found out that the dude, this Italian dude that ran this shit, I loved him. All he loved was my money. Because when I started working for him, I found out he was one of the most racist people in the neighborhood. Is this
2: the sneaker store that was on Sixteenth and Lexington? Yeah, I remember that. That's I don't remember how,
1: that era. Bro, the nigga used to call. He used to what's crazy is Jordans don't even hit the shelves no more. This nigga used to call my mom, like, yo, tell Wayne that I'm holding a pair of Jordans for him. Wow. He used to hold the sneakers for me because I because remember, bro, $150, $120 for a pair of sneakers, that was
0: crazy. That was a crazy, lot of bro. money. That it was, was crazy. crazy so it's like nigga, niggas don't understand, nigga. Yeah. $250. For $200? Pair jeans.
1: But yeah. but this is what I'm saying. We didn't even have. There was not yeah, no 250 was, jeans it was, when it was I was. Fifty
0: dollars, nigga. Pepe's was sixty dollars. Sixty yeah, dollars. And pe- that's yeah, crazy. No,
1: parasuco yeah, was a buck. Started. It was a buck.
0: Parasuco yeah, started. And it
1: was if it was you had parasucos, you know how much numbers you could get in the key? You was the man. You was the man
2: skate You was the man. The stripe. Yeah, the stripe.
1: My man. My man had the black shirts with the with the um the lime green stripe with the lime with the nine fives. Who? black. No, but Joe. Joe had Cause that cause shit too, but Raheem Joe, had them shit. Yeah, oh yeah. But he yeah, Joe. Yeah, Joe. You know, Joe, Joe
2: Black had all the parachute. He had everything. Both of y'all niggas. Now nah, we had mad. Them, them the niggas Paris thought we were
1: selling dope and some shit, bro. But, <laughs> but we. But well, I say one thing is like, aside from like street shit, as a kid, I kept a job. Summertime, I would. My mom would help me get a job with some of youth and all of that shit. You know what I mean? Because she worked in a program that got people jobs, so I always learned how to work, and that shit carried on. I you feel like me?
2: you tried to give me a job. I did. And you I think you ended up getting streets a job. I did, yo. Remember that?
1: Yeah. And he fucked it up. He fucked it up. <laughs> <He> f- streets <laughs> fucked it up. That's a whole other story. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, bro, like so I, I got cool. Well, before with Shari, I was cool with um Omi. Omi Ellie McIntosh. She ran jay zs fan club, fan FanFam. And I would help her after work and shit. And like that's how I went to like Jay Z concerts and shit when I was a kid and all that. Like, she would be like, yo, I'll give you a ticket and all that. I took one of my little cousins. My little cousin was a super big Jay Z fan. I took it to a concert. I think when he did the first Blueprint, Like mm. I took her to a concert. Because I remember H is was a single. I, like, he did, it was some MTV shit, but they had a front row. But um, yeah, man, I, I just I got cool with Shari and I just asked her. I, like, I was working in a in sneaker store. I ain't in front, the, you know what it was, the moment though?
2: What?
1: I was working in a sneaker store because I used to do the lotto machine. <laughs> bro, I got my my life is crazy. Yeah. I used to do the lotto machine. So I used to have yo bro the I lived on the east side. So, like, everybody that came there, they did their numbers in Spanish. So, I had to learn how to take numbers in Spanish because they used to go crazy on me because I couldn't remember. I, they would say the numbers. They would walk up Wild and right? they walk up to me and say the numbers in Spanish. I'd be like, I would call somebody like, yo, Raul, my man Raul. I used to be like, Raul, could you help me with this? He like, yo, you got to learn how, to, how they, how they yeah, at least the numbers. You ain't got to learn how to speak Spanish. So, I learned how to take all the numbers in Spanish. Mm. So, you know what it was, bro? One day I came in the store and he cut my, I was only out, bro, I was working how many days a week? I was working Monday through Saturday for $200 a week. Mm. And one day, the nigga told me, Frank, I'll never forget his name. That's exactly why he got his name. That's why He's he
2: got his
0: name.
1: <laughs> but Glizzy,
0: <laughs> the nigga, Glizzy. The nigga,
1: he told me, this is a movie shit, bro. The nigga told me, he said, yo, he said, because he put somebody else on the lotto machine. He said, man, wipe the mirrors or something. What? Listen. I got I, I got on the floor. It's a movie shit, bro. I got on the floor. I had the Windex and the paper towel. And you know how they had the mirrors so that you could see his sneakers? Yeah. I looked at myself or the floor, bro. <laughs>
0: like, nah.
1: I was like, nah, I put that shit and walked <laughs> out. I walked right out that shit. I said, nah, I'm not, I'm not cleaning no fucking oh, windows, bro. It, <laughs>
2: uh,
1: I'm not cleaning no windows. And then I just that's I hit Sherry. I was like, Sherry. I don't care what I gotta do. I said, I don't care what I gotta do. I'll do anything, whatever y'all need. And she was like, Alright, come to the office. And that's how I started into Rockefeller. I mean, that's that was my start.
0: That's real, right? That's yeah. fucking crazy.
2: And it's so crazy that, you know, y'all two to be more to be so important in, in the culture, in the game right now, just the humble beginnings Bro, of you, what that is, is crazy.
1: You know what's crazy, does it? Rockefeller produced just as many, if not more, executives than as did artists. Mm. If you look at if you look at like all the artists, and not taking nothing from nobody, you know what I mean? Like to, of to like from back then to today, and where they're at in their careers, and then just not not just directly comparing them, but like yo, bro, I became an executive. Shari, Emmanuel, Latrice, you know what I'm saying? Like Latrice Burnett, like. That's my sister. Yo, she was handling the Rockefeller website in 2001. The fuck? Like, That's
0: crazy. That's crazy.
1: You know what I mean? But I was always fucking with the internet, bro. I was buying sneakers all, online in like 98.
2: Yeah, you, you understood the internet. Yeah, I was on the
1: internet. And I was on them Yahoo chat rooms going crazy on people.
2: That was the clubhouse before the clubhouse. Yeah, that was
1: clubhouse before club. I was popping wild gang shit on there. I was going gang
2: crazy on <laughs> That was on your blood era. What? Was I, was going, era. I was going gang crazy at
1: that time, bro.
2: Uh, shout, shout out to Emmanuel, too. Shout out to Manny. Yeah, love, that's my I sister, man. Manny, man. She She's good people. For real. Yo, how did you... All right, so when you got to Rockefeller, right? Yeah. Now, you know, they got the Brooklyn wing. Yeah. And then they got the Harlem wing. Right. And then they had the Philly wing. Yeah. How the fuck I did you, up you bypass winning. both of those boroughs <laughs> and end up in Philly? Up in Philly. <laughs> What's up? Because I, I, I'm like, yo, like, wheeze.
0: Niggas thought you was fuck? a Philly nigga. Nah, Philly. yo, Jay thought, thought, thought I was
1: from Philly. That's my nigga. Jay thought I was from Philly. Because, like, the thing was, like, my first, like, year round, Jay, is like, like, being in there is like, don't speak unless spoken to so you don't like you ain't opening up your mind. like you gotta be in the room and here in it. Beyonce might be in it. Don't say like you ain't if you if nobody not talking to you ain't got nothing to be like. Don't just be jumping in. And I say this now like now interns they be we being here. I'm surprised like an intern would be like yo you know I, them niggas are coming out of nowhere. You like damn <laughs> it's different brother now yeah it's they. Different now. So so I learned how to like just be quiet. But like the way I got around them was I ain't gonna fry. I felt like they was the best niggas. I felt like they was the best. I mean. Like, uh, much love. Like, Jim, bro, I love Jim. Like, Jim, I know Jim shit since I was 18, bro. Like, I know this nigga. I'm 38. I know that nigga 20 years, bro. So, mm-hmm. I'm I'm watching all of them become, like, get rich and all that at 25. And then me and Jewels, we went to, we went to Joan of Arc together. Joan of Arc. You know what right, I mean? But right. he went into that other school. He was in that school S-A-A. with Roscoe. Yeah, he was in there. Him, Roscoe, Isaiah, and them, uh, they was in them there. was
2: in SA too.
1: Yeah, them was in there. Right, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So... Like um, Stink too. Stink no Stink. Me and Stink Stink went
2: went to IS forty four.
1: No, but but Stink went to Joan of Arc with me because Stink younger than me. So Mm -hmm, I was in mm -hmm. eighth. Stink was in seventh, I think, or sixth Stink was bad as shit in school. He's such a good (laughs) man. He's such a good nigga. He He was yo. Stink was an asshole back then. I hated that little nigga. (laughs) That's my (laughs) man. I love him to death, bro. (laughs) But that was my
2: nigga even back then too. But he was a yeah. Stink was the asshole back then. So
1: so um, what happened was just sitting in the office not doing shit. I really like. Beans and christen and them, and um, I just was, I would, I have, all yo bro, my, my mind, like my shit be, my mind be doing gymnastics and break dancing all day every day until I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I can't stop thinking, like I'm always thinking to do this, how can you now, do that, like mm-hmm. all day, it's like sometimes, bro, it, it, yo being in the bed sometimes at night, it hurt that I can't sleep some, t- some days because my, my mind be moving so much, training, it's always forward, 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 so I'm like... I'm just sitting here because I didn't understand the music industry or nothing. I just like, yo, these niggas so nice. Why they not doing nothing? Mm. So I seen Beans' mom's. Um, I seen like all the people contacts, and Beans' mother was like the manager for all of them. So I just one day I called the phone, mm. and I shouldn't. I mean, I shouldn't have did that, but I did it. I give a fuck. I called the phone. I was like, "Excuse me, Miss Michelle." I was like, "Uh, my name is is Wayne. Um, I'm like working here at Rockefeller, and I was like, I just wanted to talk to you about like." You know, um, the young guns and 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 you know the guys from Philly. I just want to know, like, you know, if there's any like help that they need. She's like, they actually do need help, uh-huh. and they need this, and da da And yo, she, I stayed on the phone with this. Like, I shouldn't have called her. I stayed on the phone with her for like 20 minutes. Right. She gave the laundry but list. You yo, she you
0: made yourself available.
1: But I made myself available. But I, I also could have got. I, I put like I could have got a lot of that. Shit could have went all the way left.
2: You miss every shot you don't take. You that's do.
1: Some shots you... I ain't going to front. Some shots shouldn't be taken. But, <laughs> but, but, you know what I mean? Like some shots, that's what you should be taken. But 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 like... Bro, so I called her and she was like, you know what? They going to be up there on Friday. Go to the studio. I don't care what nobody
2: say. I said you could go. So Beans Moms is the one that put you in place. And don't... Well, with the Philly With the Philly niggas. None of them knew me. That's fucking... None of them
1: knew me. But then not only that, then Big Face. You know, Big, big face, face Gary. Gary. Right, my right. brother. I love Big Face. Big Face... Big Face had just come home. I'm going to ask him one day, like, what did you come home for?" Like,
0: like, <laughs> I, I can never picture Big Face in jail. Because
1: like, he's such a funny nigga. He's such a funny yeah. nigga. Like, but he's tough, <laughs> though. Like, he hates shit. He's tough. He, yo, Big Face fight anybody. He don't care. <laughs> Big, face had, like, Big Face had came home and then, like, um, Damon, they gave him a job as an and And, like, he was walking around the office every day. He was like, you, what you doing? I was like, nothing. He's like, come with me. And I was like, all right. And then I was like, this with Big Face. And the big face, like, he put me in position. Because, like, he was, like, the A&R. They gave him all the Philly niggas and shit. I guess, I ain't gonna front the Philly niggas super dysfunctional. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, they, and them niggas is dangerous. So, they they right. they, they, get, <laughs> they, move. they move Bro, now, I'm gonna keep it... I said this before. They move different. bro. I, I got a job so that my mom could keep me out of trouble and out of the
0: street. bro. you end up with the street niggas? Bro, no, listen, that
1: was kidding. worse than being in a gang. Bro, being with... We gonna get to
2: some of you, those stories because yeah, I got yeah, a story I
1: don't
0: even think now, you remember. Bro, I got some
1: questions. guys. Bro, some Bro, but I mean, yeah, I kind of buy, and then you know Harlem niggas is funny. At that time, like niggas wasn't jagged me like that, like you know what I mean. Like was me and Juwell the same age, so like he was like, not that he was jagged me, but like you know he was having his moment. You right, know what I mean? He came, right. he came in there with old boy and fucking Hey Ma, and then went in the Dipset anthem like a year later. So he was it was like on fire. He, he was on fire, fire. You know what I mean? I was happy for him because this was a nigga I went to school with, like a little bit. We didn't chill together, but I used to see him, so I'm happy for him. Hey, and yeah. y'all kids though? Yeah, we kids, bro. We like now nah, we kids, bro, because when I got in there I was 18 years old. I was like 18 going on 19 when I got in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. That shit went from, it went from like a dream. Like, like I said, bro, like I'm watching these niggas on, on, bro, you know who I met one day? I went crazy for it. DJ Ralph McDaniels, bro. <laughs> Yo, <he laughs> Yo the funny
2: did. shit. When I met That's Ralph, Ralph McDaniels,
1: McDaniels, I went crazy bro, I, too, the though. The first he... thing I did was call my mom. <laughs> I, well, I, met, I met DJ Ralph McDaniels at... What the? F- it was what's that 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 clothing line? born Remember Bornfly? Born Fly. Remember they used that. to do everybody listening Session? I, I can't that. remember who This session that. was. And my man, um, Lord Nez, Lord Nez, like Lord that's Nez my brother right there. Lord Nez was guy. working at Def Jam at that time too. Mm. He was working at Def Jam, and, and Lorne I, I fuck with Lord Nez because like he saw me as a young kid, and he never made me feel inadequate. Never made me feel like like he couldn't say nothing to me. He always treated me nice. You know what I mean? And being in the mailroom, everybody don't treat you nice. That shit is like next to being a janitor. You know what I mean? Like yeah, niggas man. don't. Really treats you nice. So, Lord Nez introduces me to Ralph McDaniels. I was shaking his hand. I said, Nah, this is crazy. I said, Bro, if it wasn't for the box, like, I mean, not the box, I'm video, music, video box. music box. I said, baby. Video music box, that's my childhood. I'm like, I called my mother, like, my, it's like three people I met in my life that I called my mom immediately after Ralph McDaniels, Mario Van Peebles, and Spike Lee. Mario Van Peebles. Spike Lee
2: was for me
0: too. That's New York yeah.
1: City, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Spike Lee was crazy, my man. Nigga, I, me
2: and Crit had dinner with Spike Lee. That's crazy. Just me critting spike. And you, you just but, got drunk off wine.
1: Bro, you know what's so crazy? Like being at Rockefeller, I met so many like by the time for the kids any of the kids that's watching that think Jay Z is this old nigga with dreads now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like,
0: nigga like Right, that nigga
1: look like Cole, bro. I yo, I ran into J. Cole yesterday. He in the city? Yeah. I got it, I got it. Canal, oh canal sheet. I got it. I see I my man Eve and they was just down there and I like and he was like he said the call. He's like, yo, you remember when? Oh, He's like, hell yeah, we chopped it up. I did a clubhouse room for them. Oh, so, that's so fine. Know. But um that's fine. uh being that Rockefeller bro, like, like Jay is he's Drake. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't I'm not comparing styles Respectful, and I, raps. No, I, I and totally, and not doing that I get the analogy but guys. but like he's the biggest yeah. nigga. So it's like imagine being a kid. Uh, if you're an 18 year old kid, imagine working for OVO right now.
2: That's crazy.
1: I mean, it's a little different because Rockefeller had more artists that and they, was moving, and but
2: way more. in The culture was, but but in culture they though, was dictating the culture. But but OVO, I mean, Everything. like
1: Drake is the biggest. fucking... He's the biggest musician, right?
2: In the world. But respectfully, yeah. I don't think niggas want to dress like Drizzy.
1: You said no, no, nobody wants. We don't want wanted to
2: dress like whole.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, we want to dress so like, that's a big part of being like that's the influence is one of the biggest parts of being an artist because it's like you know how many outfits we stole from Fab. I'm talking about yo, bro, when Jersey's you know how many times we watch it? Oh nah, they got the Remember, remember Fab, that?
2: we thought Fab was Rasheed Wallace. No, we, no, thought, we thought Joe, Joe Buttons Button was, was Rasheed Wallace. Wallace. Yeah, we I thought was Joe Boy. Button. <laughs> <'Cause>, remember that? <laughs> but, but, but that's because that, that clue, tape.
1: The first time we heard Joe, it was the clue tape, and Rasheed Wallace did the, 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 the um the intro on the clue tape. And then it was the it was a coming for you freestyle. Exactly. Yeah, Joe exactly. went crazy on that Joe shit. I remember and, and, and that. everybody I remember that. Everybody was like, Yo, that, that's Rashi Wild. It's calling itself Joe Button. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so,
0: hell yeah! I, I remember that was a thing, man. Yeah,
1: yeah. But like, yeah, bro. Like just being there, bro. I got just being around people, bro. I was around everybody, bro. Like being around them niggas, bro. Mary J. Blige. I remember the first time I met Mary J. Blige, my nigga. That's another one. I couldn't. Yeah, that's bet. crazy. My nigga. That's that's the queen. Yeah,
0: that's like, the queen. Yo, that's, that's Mary crazy. J. Blige. I feel like my nigga.
2: these days for you turned you into a Swiss Army knife. Because you learn how to do everything.
1: everything. But you know what it is, bro. I, I The thing is, is like, because a lot of people from the outside looking in think I know, I just learned, I just knew everything. I'm like, bro, that shit comes out of necessity. It's like, it's survival. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's really survival because it's like, bro, like, I don't have like academics to fall back. Like, it's, it's niggas that be like, man, like, I, it's mad people I met that's like, yeah, I'm going to take this year off for work. And I'd be like, take a year for work. They're like, yeah, I saved enough though. I could take a year off for work, and I'll just figure it out next year. Cause they got degrees or they got certain skills that can put them in a certain position. Right. And I didn't have no. I didn't. I dropped out of school in the ninth grade. I dropped out of school in the ninth grade, and I went to fucking GD night school. I dropped out of that, and then my mom put me in another GD program. I dropped out of that. You know, school just stopped being my thing. I careers a, a mirror. No, but but I be telling yo, bro, the reason why I, my shit in school is cause. A lot of people don't know, I, we went through a lot of di- different living situations. But nice. I lived in the the key years of your life when you're going into middle school to high school. I lived in five different places in five years. Mm. And my mom, I said, one day me and my mom was talking. This like a couple years ago. I'm like, yo, mom. She said, I never looked at it like that. She said, I never like thought of it like that. Like, I literally went from the same school, kindergarten to fifth grade, then graduated. My mom got pregnant with my sister. We moved to another crib. I did sixth grade. Then we moved again. We moved to Maryland, right, for a year, which that was a fucking worst year of my life in school because mm. every nigga in there hated me. All the girls liked me. All the niggas hated me. <laughs> you know, Playing on the a basketball, basketball team. Nobody don't pass you the ball. All of that. A nigga, yo, I was just telling my wife this shit the other day. I, I know I'm going all over the place. but Man, like, Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, yeah, like, yo, no ball. bullshit. I played on this basketball team. And at this time, this was when we collecting cars, collecting basketball cards. I'm in seventh grade. So one day, me and these the kids from my basketball team, I used to steal basketball cards out of Toys R Us. <laughs> I go to we go to Toys R Us. I go to steal the cards. I get caught. Mm. They just said, "Listen, you can't come in here no more. You you can't come in the store no more." I'm like, "All right, cool." But that day, we went to Kmart, stole cards, Walmart, stoker, all that Loaded. shit. Mind you. I'm not the ringleader, my nigga. I'm not the leader of these niggas. I'm the New York nigga that don't none of y'all niggas like. But they gonna put it on you. No, look at this, bro. We were stealing cars all day. Now, I was the only person that got caught that day. Later on that night, the kid that was the 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 point guard on my team, I go to his crib. His pops was the coach. Mm-hmm. This nigga Pops pulls me aside, like, yeah, Brian told me what you did today. He like, yo, he told he like, look, he like, he like, yo, he told me what you did today. He like, I'm just letting you know, if something like that happened again, you getting kicked off the team. I'm in my head. And and I I'm not saying like bro because kids get this whole snitching not snitching and all that it's not the same thing this is not even snitching I, like I just like I'm not gonna tell him him reason why I'm not gonna tell him him is because it's like he he didn't make me do what I did I did what I did and I got caught for it. But I just was like, what type of nigga is foul you nigga. That's integrity. You, was, you was you was stealing with me like yeah, you was you nigga. was stealing with me and you gonna tell your pops but but you but at the same time you are the starting point guard on the team yeah but, but the, the rock hide your hands but look it. then, then we, we moved back from fucking Maryland to back to New York but then when we moved to New York we was in the shelter we went mm. through three this is my eighth grade year we in three different shelters right and then we get out the shelter that's when we moved to Harlem. And I graduated from the eighth grade to go to ninth grade. So all them years that I had, ge- that you gel with your friends and y'all going in, like you going through middle school with them and then y'all are learning about high school together and where you want your futures to be. And cause I be seeing kids that really know it and they be with the same friends since like, ki- like not kindergarten, but like maybe the end of um, elementary into middle school or in middle school into high school. I didn't have none of that. So it's like, that's why I filled that school. You know what I'm saying because I didn't. By the time I got to high school, that shit didn't prepare me for no. It was a blur, I, bro. That was the first time I had responsibility. Go to class or do whatever you want to do. And mm-hmm. I'm not thinking about the detriment of doing what I want to do as a child. I'm like, just, fuck it. I'm not going to class. That's a, <laughs> I didn't know. I, I didn't. I didn't know that fucking. They're gonna send a cut card. A cut card and, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, I'm not gonna go to class. And it didn't prepare me. But it's like, what I'm saying. I'm saying that to say this is like. Everything that I built for myself and for my family came from out of desperation, like for real, because it's like, you know, when you young and you start having children, niggas oh, your life is over. That's the thing. And as kids, we from the era, everybody wanted to be grown. So it's like, like oh, your life is over. You ain't never going to... Like, niggas act like if you have a kid at nine. Well, not nobody... 16 no,
2: was our age where niggas would be like, oh, your, your life is over.
1: Yeah, like, 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 niggas act like, name. you. oh, so you, you that means that you'll never go to Miami and have fun for a weekend. That's like, a, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but that's, that's what people equate to living life. So, like, like, for me, it's like I... Once I understood that, like, because, you know, it comes to a point where Rockefeller ends. Right. For me, at least. Right. And once that ends, it's like,
0: Because, like you say, if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's,
1: people look at me like, you know, I I do a lot of things. I just was doing anything and anything, any, any and everything I could to to get to where I want to be, and I didn't give up my dreams for my children. A lot of people give up their dreams for their children. I push my dreams so that my children could be good for their future and their kids could be good for their future. Talk. But, because I had this conversation with my moms one time. My moms used to, um, she used to, uh, fucking do fashion shows. I remember when I was like seven, eight years old, my mom like sewing dresses and all this shit. And like, now, you know, you be on Instagram. I be on Instagram. You might see a girl and she, she got her kids with her and they doing all this shit. Mm -hmm. And I asked my mom one day, I'm like, yo, mom, why you stop, um, like, like, you know, you was doing the fashion shows and doing like designing clothes. Like, why you stop that? She said, "So I could take care of you and your sister." I thought that was the saddest shit mm-hmm. ever, bro. Cause I'm like, my mom could have been one of these Anna Wintors or Virgil Abloes or mm-hmm. whoever. My mom could have. I, I feel mm-hmm. like my mom would have pushed it. She she could have did it. But I'm like, when I started having kids, I'm like, I want to be something in music. I'm not giving it up because this the. I don't have nothing else to fall back on. It's the only thing I know mm-hmm. I'm gonna be yeah. able to. Take care, like, take care of my family off of, you
2: feel me? We, I, I say we lived our dreams for our kids' realities. <sighs> That's right. Heavy. So, like, I remember riding the train with you. I fuck riding the train. I remember calling you when you worked at, at Channel 11 oh, yeah. early in the morning. And <laughs> wow. I used to be so upset with how my shit was moving. Yeah. And it was so many times where I'm like, I'm done with this shit, wees. I'm yeah. not doing it no more. Right. I'm just not doing it. And you'd be like, nah, Dizzy, you bugging. You bugging. You, you got to keep pushing. Trust me. Like some This shit is going to work. Right. <laughs> you just got to keep working it. Because if you don't, as soon as you stop, the dream stops. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Right. And and that's, you know.
1: Yo, the thing with that is, is like, you know, I'm going to tell you how I met this nigga. Yeah. let
0: me
1: hear that. I used to see, like, on the east side... My block was, like, it was kind of crazy. So, like, I, I used to play ball. I, I stayed on my block a lot, but I played ball. But then, like, start having friends on the west side and shit. You get in high school. And it's around, like, I got in high school when I was, like, 13, going on 14. And, like, I'm on the west side. And he's he's younger than me. So i never forget, like, he was battling somebody. And his style was, like, he would take, like, a, whatever popping song it was and flip it. But but that was crazy at that time. And remember, bro, like first of all, he was slim as a (laughs) greyhound. He was was slim as a greyhound. But like this little skinny nigga, and I was skinny too. But he bony, bro, and he and niggas face. And I just was like, yo, that's dope. So that's how we met. So I, for me, I I accept you how I met you. I always have it in my mind, no matter what he's going through, that kid that I, that you know, I just, I liked him. Like, like you know who I, I was like that with too? Um, G-Dot. G-Dot used to play ball. That's how me and G-Dot became G-Dot friends. G-Dot
2: was nice in ball back Cause then.
1: Because I used to play but, but G-Dot, G-Dot was so nice. I went to G-Dot one day, I was like, I just started talking to him. I was like, yo, mm-hmm. man, you man nice. I said, I, could I come to your next game? He like, yeah. Like That's how we became friends. That's funny. Like, I just would ask, like, yo, I'm like, because so it would be him. I'd be like, yo, like, yo, you be battling? Like, yo, how you do it? I would ask him, like, yo, how you how you be rapping like that? He'd be like, I don't know. Like, I just be, you know what I <laughs> mean? And, and then, so for me, when, we, when he was going through what he was going through, I had already gave up on my shit. I had already put myself in a position where I accepted that I was not going work in music. I was not going work in entertainment. I finally got, like, a decent job at the time. And, you know, I'm like, all right, I'm going to just figure out what I could do job-wise. But I'm like, I'm still going to encourage him because I believed in him ever since we was kids. So it's like, I don't want him. And when I started working there, I was only like 22 years old. But I was like, I, 22, 23. I was like, I didn't want him to stop because I knew how dope he was. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's one thing when like you listen to a nigga, but like he actual friend. And like, when we was kids, bro, we used to spend an hour on a phone on a house phone. You know what I mean? Man like like call, I don't even know what the fuck we was talking about back man then. We cold, ch- but we just <laughs> called it. We might be talking about basketball <laughs> or sneakers so or just up, Yeah, like we wasn't we didn't have like nothing figured out. It's just like I would my my, my biggest thing, bro, is like I always wanted to encourage people because I know what it feels like to feel discouraged. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like I I, I know what it feels like to, to doubt yourself and to not be not sure, but like be a little bit unsure, thinking like yeah, I could. Like it's like 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 making a jump. Maybe I could make it, but if I fall, I'm gonna hurt yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I so but the thing was is like I felt like that was my skill. My skill was encouragement. My skill mm. was like building people up, but I got that from my mom. Mm. From when my mom was designing and putting pieces, fashion pieces on people to when she was braiding hair. And my mom was like that. My mom do everything. So it's like that's how, you know, I just trans transfer that energy to my brother. Cuz I just like, "Yo, bro, I don't there's no way possible you could give up because you, you did, you come so far. That's
0: a fact,
2: B. And I, and this, this is the time where this is pre, this I, before we knew Nip, this, this before, before we knew, this before Nip, this before any rap friend, I feel like, like I was, this is pre-internet, this is before I even started getting on Now writing two Doughboys. I was probably yeah. like on like On Smash or like these random sites. Nah, it's before that, bro. It's even before yeah, even, On Smash, even before bro. before that, facts.
1: We talking but, about like 07.
2: We're talking this, like, oh, this, this is like when Cass- after Cassier smoking was- numbers.
1: This after smoking numbers.
2: Facts. And this is when I was like, damn, I don't know what I'm going to do. Because mm-hmm. I was so used to being in the group and I'm like, I don't know what to do, where to go, mm-hmm. or what. And I remember, you know, a little further down um, the era which you working at Channel 11, mm-hmm. you fucking got the video team. To shoot a video for me, I felt like that was the biggest shit in the world for me at the time because that's crazy. They shot it on a red camera. They edited it, and they did everything for free. For free, a
1: whole a production. production. I never even knew I could do something like so. (laughs) Yo, even so, what's crazy about that is like
0: you was putting together plays.
1: So I got into Channel Eleven. That I would never forget. That I got that job when New York went on a strike. The MTA went on strike. Mm. so like i had got to the interview and they was like oh you know it's okay if you can't come down because you know um there's no you know trains there's no trains no buses so it's like unless you unless somebody driving you or you walking down to 42nd street and third it's okay it's okay. but when i got the job i was in like it was mailroom this is after rockefeller you know what i mean it's mailroom type um and it was on call so i ended up getting a more solid job and then i got fired well not fired i got laid off and then they rehired me again. And when they rehired me again, I was working. I, y'all, much love to my my mentor, John Ziegler. Yo, white dude, don't know me. Didn't know me from a can of paint. One of the most important people in my fucking life. Mm. I would not be the man. Aside from my father, I would not be the man I am without that man. That's I would not real. be the man I am without that man. Mm. He saw something in me that I did not believe. Saw it thought existed. Nothing. This this man gave me a job. He, he was the fucking head of creative services, bro. He's a white dude that didn't, he didn't graduate, he didn't finish high school, and he's the, the head of creative services at Channel 11. Yo, he lied and said I had a fucking bachelor's degree so that he could give me this <laughs> job, right? And not only that, bro, he, the job I got, it was 40K a year. I was 27 when I got that job. I'm dumb hype because this is the first time I'm, 40K, I mean, 40K. It's a now, it's like, a that ain't shit now to man, me, shit, but, yeah. and I'm so happy then, to see 40K that shit. Man, was man, Bro, he said to me my first day man, in there, man. like my first week in there, this is what this, this man says to me. I'm like, yo, John, you know, thank you for this job and this down and the third. I'll never forget, we was at like a Christmas party, and I said, yo, thank you for this job. You know, it's the most money I've ever made and da da and he's like, he said, this job ain't shit. Mm. He like, yo, he said, you gonna be way bigger than this. He like, he said, yo, you so smart. He telling me I'm smart. Yo, bro, I never had no, no, my pops never told me I was smart. <laughs> Every time I got in trouble, that nigga called me dumb. But he never told me I was smart. So to have this man, and I, like for me, I gravitated, I always gravitated to men who were in higher positions than me that was older than me because I didn't grow up with an older brother. So it's like I always gravitated to a, a, a any any man that was doing some, doing some dope shit. I'm like, oh, I got to get next to him so I can learn. So he's telling me he like yo listen cuz remember I started I tried to start my clothing line. I remember, cool he was like time. yo listen he said listen. You working here, he said, all these all these guys that work in here, they do full production, they do graphics all that. He said, make the best of your time in here. Use them for whatever you need them for. Mm-hmm. But at the time when we did your video, I th- I had um was I still working there? I still was working there.
2: Definitely was.
1: Bro, friend. these dudes I'm talking about. They went to the best colleges, all that. These motherfuckers. Matter of fact, the, the, one of the dudes that do graphics, he did graphics on. Remember that Busta Rhymes video with um with Nicki? Turn it up. Yeah, yeah, that shit where he turned them into venom and all that. He did. He did that, yo, bro. These niggas was O.D. Nice. Nah, them niggas was some. It was on
2: some. Bro,
1: they shit. came. They came to Ernest. Ernest Emestay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: MSA. It went to his crib, a loft downtown, bro. They shot this video. I didn't know what the fuck we was doing with this shit. I just was like, yo, we got a video. Like, got, yeah,
2: And, and the shit was, they took about six months to edit. It
1: took like six months to edit. But it, it was free. It was a lot of rendering, yeah. It was a lot
2: of rendering, but yeah. it was probably one of my best videos I ever Visually,
1: tried. yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. time.
2: So, you know, I always tell that story because that was just like, that's just the type of person you are. Yeah. Now, I know I'm zigzagging all over the place, but I called you a Swiss Army knife because... Mm-hmm you have all of these skills mm. and you learned them from survival, survival tactics. That's a this fact. is just where these skills derive from. Like the first project you ever worked on was the young guns.
1: Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. And your task on putting on helping putting that together mm. at the time for me, that was for one, that was a major album. They had a hit record mm-hmm. when they was on. Anytime I seen them, I knew I was, I was going to see you.
1: Right, right. That's a fact.
2: You know, so I would be looking for you oh, yeah. on 106 in Park or wherever these niggas at because yeah. I know I'm like my, my brother with them niggas. All the time. Now, that whole process, what did you, what, were you nervous getting that task at that time? Nah, because
1: you know, I didn't look at it as a task. Bro, you know what's, you know what's amazing about being a kid, bro? We Like your father? Yes. All right. So one thing we all fall, one thing we know about our children is remember the t- first time your kid bust their head yeah. or the first time they fell, they fell or fucked they self up and... something. You want to know why they did? They didn't know the consequences of them falling. Mm. So f- for me, being that young, I didn't think about doubt. I just was like, I'm doing whatever. The f- no, w- I'm doing whatever the <laughs> fuck I want. Like, bro, you <laughs> niggas can't tell me not. So the thing with the youngers was like, we all the same age. They only like months behind me. Mm-hmm. And I kind of they put me around them because we was the same age. So when they like, when remember I brought Neef uptown, I like you know what I mean? I, like me and Neef rode the two trains before. You had Neef in the with me. Absolutely,
2: but I mean that's years <laughs> later. Years later, but that's because nice. you
1: know the thing is, is like that's where they come from. Like when I started being around Philly niggas, it's the same shit as like Harlem. It's like that's one thing about yo, one 100%. thing about poverty is the same anywhere you go. Anywhere that's you, it's you know. universal. All it's around, universal, bro, yo, bro. bro. Poverty Damn. is the same anywhere you go, and like we just kids that you know we came, we come from poverty, and we we blessed with these opportunities. And the thing about it is, I didn't even understand it at the time, but it's just like take advantage of the opportunity. So it was like. Before we even did the album, I remember like them being in the studio and not having nothing to do. And I'm like, yo, let's do a mixtape. And, and that's because I was listening that summer. Remember that summer when 50 went crazy, bro? I was telling them, like, yo, we got to do nigga shit over that. I went uptown, my man Ali, Schemes. Ali
2: Star. Shout out to Ali Star. After this, I got a good Ali Star yo, story I think you might remember.
1: Went up to go see Ali, grabbed some, some, some instrumentals. We was in quad, you know what I mean? Went down there. We did, um, we did the mixtape. We did, we just, he, I just, I picked a lot of the beats, you know what I mean, and they picked beats too. Neef, Neef was picking. That's the thing. A lot of people don't like people used to give Neef a lot of, um, flack and shit. But Neef was was really good with his it. It ear for picking beats. So like we would, pick, me and Neef was picking the beats together. Chris was like Chris would start off whatever the he drink started, was. He
0: started Chris rapping, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So like, and then um. What we did was like we made the tape and then Dame like Dame was just popping like yo what y'all niggas doing be like what y'all that <laughs> niggas in the studio was like what is going on yeah y'all, y'all got anything Checking Bro we played him and Biggs him and Biggs came in the studio one day we played them the Youngest in Charge tape we we played on the tape Dame was like now nah, we putting that shit out this week he like we going he's like we I'm going to get DJ enough to do it He's like we putting that shit out this week and then um they was like they they not even know my name he just like, yo, you, you was doing this with them? I'm like, yeah, He like, yo, when you get, when you get to work on Monday, tell them that you... You know how Dame talk, man, fast. He's yeah, like, yo, B. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know what's crazy? Because Dame was, Dame, at this time, I'm like 19 at this time. 19, yeah, I'm 19. Dame is like 31, 32. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, I, now I'm past 32, but I'm like, damn, bro. They was setting the bar. Mm-hmm. Setting the bar, bro. That's why, you know who I give a lot of... I, I be giving my man QP from Highbridge. I give him all his flowers, bro, because like... I love to see, like, niggas that's young and getting it. I'm talking about filthy, nigga. Go get, as long as your family taking care of, you got that Go get every car, nigga. Go get every watch. As long as you ain't living past your mean, I love to see that shit. Because they doing shit at that age that I didn't get a chance to do. So my lady is. So um, we do the drink. That's when we had Can't Stop, Won't Stop. Enough, enough kicked that shit off, bro. I, I sat with Enough. Me and Enough sat together. It's crazy because, like, years later, I came past Enough. and I was like, do you remember me? And I was like, I, we did that youngest mix. He's like, oh shit, yeah, I do remember you. When I was managing Dave.
2: That's crazy. That's
1: when we came I came across him.
2: Yo, and Yo, you sick. know, it's crazy, like the lineage. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like a boy. And, and this is how important you are in 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 my in my life, in my career. <clears throat> Even with Dave. You, yeah. You introduced me to Dave. That's I a fact. We brought Dave to the block. That's a and, fact. And like early, early. <laughs> She's crazy. Without bro. the tattoos. Either. Now he had tattoos, but he well, was he didn't have many. He didn't his face tattooed That's why I say without the tattoos, yeah. he was it, it was yeah. fresh. And your 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 ability for breaking artists and making the inner circle believe. Because it bro. started, the belief all started, I feel, with us. Yeah. Before it went to where it went to. Right. And once we believed, I knew. Everybody else will believe,
1: but that's just y'all sharing the same energy that I gave y'all. Hmm. It be it be crazy, you know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, it's like with Dave. I was doing this, is what I'm saying, bro. Like shit be happening in my life out of nowhere. I I stop, um, um. Oh my fault. I'm <laughs> be I'm being nosy and shit, watching the room. Um. You're supposed to do that though, bro. I uh right. I uh. <laughs> I was in SOBs one day. I remember what I was in there for. And I was in there talking. I just, you know I love to talk. Yeah, I I was in there talking, bro. I was in there talking. And um, Pat Swish, you remember Pat Swish? Of course I remember Pat Swish. Pat Swish says, he's like, yo, man. He said, "What's what's your Twitter? I give him my Twitter. He looking at my tweets. He said, yo, man. You're a star. <laughs> I was like, what?
2: Shout out to Pat. Yo, he, like, he like, yo,
1: you're a star. He's like, you wanna host shows at SOBs? I'm like, host shows at SOB? What are you talking about? Like, it's like the same shit as when I went to the office. I'm like, host shows? What the fuck, nigga? Host something? Me? He like, yeah, bro. He like, yo, you funny, you smart, you be saying all this different thing. He said, Yo, you could you could do this. So I'm like, all right, I'm like, but see at the time. That's the second time I get laid off at Channel Eleven,
2: mm.
1: and I told my wife, I'm like, give me eight months to figure out how to make some sort of money doing anything. I said I don't want to get another job. I said I, I, I'm a. I said I'm gonna go as hard as I can with what I got going. And this is crazy because I'm 29 years old, going on my third kid, and we living in a one bedroom apartment in the projects in Harlem River, right? Mm. So, similar. That's crazy. She she was like she um. She gave me the go ahead, like, go ahead, like, you know what I mean? Believed in you. Yeah. Everybody Crazy thing about like she don't even in you, bro. No, that's a fact, but that's because I do anything I say. Bro, it ain't never nothing I ever said. Even if I even if it didn't get all the way accomplished, I made an attempt. That's so the true. thing was, like, I started hosting shows at SOBs. It was a Harlem showcase. The first show I ever hosted. You remember the first show I ever hosted? You don't even remember it. Even first remember. show I ever hosted was Absol's first show in New York.
0: That's crazy. Holy shit! That's crazy.
1: Absol first show in New York, and you know who? You know who he brought out? He brought out Kendrick that night. That's when Kendrick put put out Good Kid, man City.
2: I remember that fucking that's show. Crazy. Yeah. I remember that's OB. that show. That's OB's. That's
1: 2012, I think. And um, we end up doing that, and saying. then um,
2: Hovi. Ho-V. <laughs> oh, Oh, man. Ho-V. the, boss man oh, is, here. the boss is in this the is in the building.
1: Oh, my God, my brother, man. What's up, baby? Good? I'm great. We getting to it in here. How Look how comfortable he is. How you doing, Look how, how you comfortable he is. Yeah, I got to get to my whole vein part of this story. Yeah. I got to get to my whole vein part of this story. So, um, well, I say, I say it just because my, my brother just walked in the building. When I Ho was doing shows, damn, what is this?
2: Famous yeah, Famous
1: Factory. Factory. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if it was before, after. It was in in between it him w- doing. It was because I started, I had already started the Clover line. I already started the Clover line. Cool mentality. Mm-hmm. I had already started the Clover line and I'm trying to get this. And, it. and I'm going to tell you, this is what Hov do, bro. <laughs> Hov is just analyzing. He's like, yo, you know what you should do? <laughs> <laughs> yo, I said to God. Me and this nigga were the phone. Because look, cause I'm now, but look at this, Dizza. Think about how life go. Remember how when we was kids, how we used to be on the phone for hours? Mm-hmm. Once me and Hov got tight, that's how me me and him used to be on the phone for an hour. Right. So we on the phone, and I'm telling him I'm like, yo, I'm like Hov, I, I got the cove line. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do this. He like, yo, b. He like, you know what you should do. He said you should manage artists. Hmm. I said what? Like I was like, I was like <laughs> every time somebody told that's me this I'm,
0: I'm
1: like, what the <laughs> fuck yeah, you mean? He like, door. he said, he said, wait no. He said, "You already did all that." He said, "All that shit you was doing at Rockefeller, you was managing them nigga. You might not got paid for it, That's a fact. but that's what you was doing." He said, "Yo, you too talented to not manage talent." I would never forget that shit that nigga said to me. Mm. I would never forget. I was I was walk I was in the street. I was walking. I was I was on Forty Fifth and Seventh. I was walking. I remember I used to I used to walk to my mom crib from uptown just to clear my mind. Mm-hmm. So he tell me that. So so whole, We had the part where I'm telling about like Dave. How I met Dave. And all. Mm-hmm. So I um I'm hosting the shows and, and um State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois, and uh, Sob's, and, and um, Dub was on it.
2: Dub, Aura, shout out to Dub. Shout
1: out to Dub. Um, few people was on it, but Dave was on it, and then Dave. But prior to that, you know Jamie and um, G Coles, of course. Jamie, you know, Jamie, I grew up on the on eighth floor. Jamie, his family's on the eighth, but he grew up on the ninth floor. They telling me, like, yo, you know about the kid, Davey? He's basketball, Jamie. Yeah, basketball, Jamie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, Jamie was nice sweet. Jamie was really yeah. nice. That's how, that's how I got a relationship with Kimba Walker, because Kimba is Jamie. Kimba used to be in my building all the time, because him and Jamie's like best friends. So and Jamie was ranked higher than Kimba at one point in time. Jamie was, Jamie was that bro. No, he was crazy, James, he was like I swear to God, this nigga was like James Harden. He was like a little that James dude, Harden because he left-handed too. Dumb nice, dumb nice. nice, yo. Dumb like he was playing with us when he was he was ten. He was playing with us when we was seventeen. So he telling me like, yo, it's this kid Davies, and da. And I'm like, word. I'm like, they like he from eleven ninety nine. I'm like, I know. I was like, I didn't hear him. You know what I mean? As far as right. I'm like, all right. And he ends up on the show. So he does the show, and then after the show, like, bro, every it was mad people from Harlem there, but I ain't on front. That nigga, Dave, bro, that nigga, he just was spitting like no, nobody was rapping like him. And then, like, him and Bully was there. I got a picture of that shit. I, I got our first picture we ever took together. Hmm. Remember, I'm doing the shit with Reebok at the I time, remember. too. My brand ambassador to Reebok. But the, the uh, me and Dave, we started talking, and then, like, you know, he just started reaching out on some regular, like, some regular shit. Like, yo, what's up? What you doing today, da-da? I'm like, nah, he like... He like, yo, B, he like, um, I gave him um, I remember the first convo we had, I had gave him some Reebok and shit. So, so uh he was like, yo, you think it'd be cool? He's like, I'm about to drop a mixtape. You think it'd be cool if I put the Reebok logo on the, on the drink? And I was like, see, it, nothing would have happened, but I'm thinking so business. I'm like, nah, don't do that.
0: Right. I'm like, don't, don't don't do that. You know what
1: I mean? Like, them niggas gonna think that I'm starting Reebok records down here. You
0: know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, don't
1: do that. So a year passes by. Me and Dave, we stay a little bit contact here and there. And then one day, bro, I forgot what it is. I'm I'm um I had another artist at the time and she was working with him. Ricky Jacobs too. remember, I remember you?
2: Ricky Jacobs.
1: Fire asked my brother.
2: Every artist you had, I did. You remember
1: all of them? Ricky, yeah. Every yeah,
2: artist. From Baltimore. From you remember Baltimore. Ricky? Ricky was fine.
1: Yo, Ricky was like, I ain't gonna front bro. Like Ricky just started rapping again. Like he sent me something recently because he had stopped for a while but like bro, that nigga was like, I felt like he was just as good as like a Big Sean. Like Ricky, bro the really nigga got Baltimore Artist of the Week in the newspaper. Like all this dope shit was happening yeah. for him but um, my artist Iman Yara, she had worked with Dave and then my biggest thing, I was managing Buddha and Grants. Those were the first clients I had, Buddha and Grands. And Buddha, I met Buddha through Amadeus. Oh
2: wow! That's
1: oh, how me and Buddha God, met. And and um, Buddha, like our only thing is like we going to everybody, bro. We giving everybody beats. Like one time, like Meek is popping off and through my Philly connect. Like I met Meek in the street when he was young and I was young. And I I brought Buddha to playing beats. They they get a they get a record with Meek and then the shit get leaked. So, it's, you know, bro, the producer game is 20 times harder than a rapper because you got to give up so many beats just to land one placement. by the, all the work you done put in to sell out one beat, that shit is probably a negative 20% of what you spent to, make, to get that check. So we was trying to find one nigga. We was like, yo, if we could find one nigga that could like just get on the beats, we could just use his budget for your beats. So Dave, he's still doing this thing or whatever. And then I remember I asked. Iman and Iman was like, I said, yo, I think I want to get David. She's like, Nah. She like, yo, that nigga. She said that nigga's a star. He gonna be da da. And then I told my wife, I'm like, yo, it's this kid. I'm like, yo, his name Davies. I'm like, I said this nigga fire. I said, yo, I feel like this gonna be the one. Like, cause I was doing a lot of shit for Chris and the post Rockefeller, and Chris wasn't like doing it. And I just was like, yo, you know what? That's my brother. But I gotta start moving in my own direction. Right. And I never forget, uh, what's his name, Dave. I was like, yo, let me chop it up with you. He was at, uh. Jay Mills uh mom's crib. Well, he was over there with, with, yeah, with <laughs> that sound with, crazy. He, he uh, with, with, with Mills, with, with, with Mac, Mac. With Mac Macarella. Mac- I went over there. I sat with him. I said, "Yo Dave, I said, yo, anybody managing you or anything?" He's like, "Nah," he like, "I do all this shit myself." I said, "You lying, bro." He said, "Nah, I I really do. I've been doing this shit for a while, but he's like, "I've been I'm really doing this myself like I'm I'm wanna make something out of it, but I don't know, you know what I mean? I'm just doing shit." And I was like, I said I said, "I wanna manage you." He's like, "What?" I'm like, yeah. I said, I want to manage you. He was like, you serious? I'm like, yeah. I said, I promise. I said, I promise I'm going to make you rich. Mm. I said, I promise I'm going to make you rich, my nigga. I promise you that. Mm. He was living in a project. I was living in projects, But I knew, bro. I just, I had a vision for this nigga. And it, and it come from a lot was, even I, I credit, I'm not just because my brother here, bro, Hovane and what he had did with his artists at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, I was following a lot of shit that he was doing, Sycamore was doing, just on the like, um, executive side. Cause these niggas is executives without without a corporate office. These right. niggas is doing it off, off the muscle. Right. So I'm watching niggas. I'm like, damn, I feel like. And then the whole vet told me I could do it. I'm like, all right, I get with the kid. Every time I get an artist, first thing I do is call everybody. I call everybody, bro. I call everybody by day. I call Lenny. Yo, you know how many people passed on this nigga, bro? I call Lenny S. This is my brother. Love him to death. He passed. I call DJ Drama. Hmm. Drama pass, but I ain't going He ended up passing for Uzi, which I can't knock that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I had a chance to manage Uzi too at that time.
2: Philly, so that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yep, I had a chance to manage Uzi, but I, I I put my chips in the bag with Dave. I called I called Dizzy. I'm like yo, I got this kid. The first the first thing I did, I went to his studio. He's recording Queens. He played me Black Rose. It was hard, but it was like missing little shit. It's, I was like yo, you need you might need this or that. I went to that. We we went to. I took him uptown, Diz. We we chilled in the spot with this nigga with Wayne crazy ass. <laughs> nigga smoked all that. I said, well, this is just please, bro, I said, give me a verse from this nigga. He like, I got you. And I
0: had a I little buzz at that, that time. Too. Yeah, he not, he's
1: buzzing crazy. I was thirsty to help my brother. Nigga, you had a record with Kendrick Lamar at the yeah. time, yeah. man. What fuck? buzzing. Yeah, yeah,
2: nigga had a record he, with he, Kendrick, yeah, Nipsey, Wiz. Yeah, I, I was just thirsty to help because I'm just like, all right, this new nigga from Harlem that's coming with my brother. Yeah. And I'm the first nigga to, to work with him that, that but got even, some type of buzz. Yeah, I'm so like, I'm on that. But
1: even though Sh- even Shipes too, because it's like I was on Black Rose, right? That I was on Black Rose. Yeah. The crazy thing was, is like, a lot of people don't know this. Like, Shipes wanted me to get down with him when he started Cinematic. That's the fact. When he started it. I'm talking about that nigga wanted me to be his partner. That's I did man. not know what the fuck a partner was. <laughs> I was just like, Shipes, you got a job for me, nigga? I, I ain't trying to be no boss, nigga. You had, I wanna, pull, you had links, my nigga. I, but I didn't, I didn't view it as that. I feel you. Shipes, his, I attribute that to my, my brother, bro, because I, I got major love for Shipes. Shipes, he had a vision when we were younger, and I didn't have that vision. He had a vision of everything he's done. Mm-hmm. For everything I've done... I didn't have that at the time. I was 21 years old. Dizzy put, put us in, um, he's like, yo, I want you, he kept telling me, I want you me meet my man Shipes. I want you meet my man Shipes. Mm-hmm. I went, I met him. I, you know who I fucking That's showed like Shipes, bro? Who?
2: Cool.
1: I showed him Vodka from Philly. You know Vodka? Oh, I showed him Vodka and I showed him Cheek Raw. That's right. Because with Beans, we was trying to do the next version of State Property. Okay. And we was grabbing, we we used to, I was on, that nigga was on House Arrest. I was living with him when he was on House Arrest. Mm-hmm. Bro, we was watching Starlito's Way DVD, <laughs> all them DVDs, bro. We was watching Chico. Bro, we had we had this nigga Cheek Raw in the studio with Kanye before, bro. And you know what Cheek Raw was doing? What? He was on the internet looking at guns. I swear to God. I
2: <laughs> swear to God.
1: I swear to God. But, <laughs> but, bro, so, like, with the Dave, when I got Dave, it just was a multitude of watching my brother hold success, watching Shipe's success. Because, remember, we skipping over a lot of time I spent... Sitting in the crib with you, Spitter, Nipsey, Facts. Crit.
2: I was about to get to the. Well, Nipsey we
1: gonna like, we get to that. All right, so right. Me, I'm gonna finish the Dave. That's so face. Dave, you know, bro, like it's crazy because, and I just say this about artists today. I I, I say no no bullshit because me and Dave we actually spoke. You know, we hadn't spoken in a while, and then yes, you know, so? yeah, we spoke. Man, can
2: can I? How, how, do, I, how do I use my boy?
1: <laughs> you were you were.
2: Yeah, I need. Mean, right, can, right, can, right, right. can I get applause? For no, how do I so,
1: do this shit? The,
2: Oh man. Like
1: so me and Dave we spoke. The thing is is this. Everybody always wondered why me and Dave and it's not third, That's me and Dave's business. That's our business. Did we have a fallout? Yes. But why we've had a fallout? That's our business and ain't nobody else's business. But what I will say is that when he saw my pops pass away, he immediately reached out to me. He immediately reached real, out to me. He said, "Yo, bro." He said, "Man, and I haven't spoken to I haven't spoken to Dave in years, bro." I know. This is it. new
2: news. You just broke it on my shit. Yeah, yeah. You just now broke that, it on the I, personal party for yeah. me because I didn't know that
1: he. Um, you know, it just was. It was like just just it's love. It's just love, bro. It's like end of the day. I never, regardless of what me and him went through, I never wanted nothing bad to happen to me. I, this is a I nigga that. that I used to go pray with every Friday. Fact. I took him to take a shahada. I
2: know.
1: I I prayed with him every. And we that? made, bro. We made millions of dollars. Like we made money, bro. He, I, the, every big check he got is every big check I got. The first time we seen all them zeroes, he see I seen them with him. We seen them together and we broke that bread. You know what I'm saying? I moved out the hood. I, I moved out the hood. He moved out the hood. We did that together. So none of that could be erased. So I would say that like regardless to whatever people think or this, because there's a lot of rumors, lot tons of rumors. Of rumors. Yeah. None of that shit matters. I never and, spoke on it though. That's because, that's because no matter what, he got love for me and I got love for him. Love regardless that. to all of that.
0: I love it's this. a lot of it's just it subs on the way world. though
1: it's like, it was a lot of subs it was the way. a lot of bro. subs and bullshit subs, you know what I mean? but this this news made my but, eyes but, water a little but, but nah but that I mean, you man, know that I, I got I got number love and respect for Dave you know what I mean and I'm happy congrats he just had another kid you know what I'm saying he reached out to me he yeah he reached out to me when my pops passed away and that was really big because that was a really tough time for me but you know again bro like you know we me and Dave the rest is history people see what we took it what what I wanted to say what I wanted to get at was this when I was working with Dave. I, I could name a whole bunch, a slew of rappers that I worked with. i never seen a nigga work harder than him when he, when his back was against the wall and he was trying to make something happen for himself. Survival tactics. I'm talking about, bro, the first two deals that me and Dave got don't even add up to what they offer these kids today. And right. I'm talking about this kid put in, Dave put in fucking work. Yeah, we yeah. was in Atlanta. His man came down with us This when we was working on Hate Me Now. Yo, we trying to go to strip club. That nigga Dave said, I'm not going, I got work to do. He was like, he stayed in the studio, bro. That's and at the time name. when he was doing "Hate Me Now," Lil Uzi was doing "Love Is Rage." That's why Lil Uzi, my that's my little man forever. That's a fact. You know what that's I mean? That's but, but that's real. Now hold on. You yeah. said
2: you took you took Dave to do his Shahada. Who took you to do yours?
1: I took my Shahada in Beanie
2: Sigel living room. See how crazy this is? Did you see that cycle? I knew yeah. that. I just oh yeah, to oh yeah, see. yeah. I didn't know you remember
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I took my Shahada in Beanie Sigel living room because I would, when Beans was on, he was on house arrest. I was the only person to stay with him. I just I didn't care. Like he he needed somebody to be there. And he was fighting an attempted murder charge. You know what I mean? I like, that, that was documented. Yeah, I, I was.
2: you I, brought C to the
1: hood. I brought. Yeah, I bought seed to the hood. Nobody was outside. Mad people. Nobody wanted to be outside that day. <laughs> right. I was mad. Yeah, we yeah. came through in the. Make the your hood
2: I, look crazy. Bro, we bro.
1: came through in the big five hundred. Oh. I had on a diamond shit. Remember, I was wildin'. <laughs> you I was, wildin'.
0: was wildin', son.
1: Bro, I was coming. But you know what? You know this is why I be saying what a time to be so young. Because when I was walking around with beans in the chains, I was I was And I, I'm not saying this as a bragging point by no means. This is idiotic things I was doing but I'm carrying every day cause I'm daring a nigga I remember (laughs) I remember my man came to me like my man came to me like yo bro you know what I'm saying? I see you got the chain and the watch on and all that, but you might want to put... I said, I wish a nigga would ever try to take this fucking chain. If a nigga try to take this chain and ending up on the news, I be, yo, I can't even believe the kid I was. bro. <laughs> no, that's crazy. I'd be like, yo, if I seen a nigga do it, I'd be like, oh, this nigga... What? Like, right. But I just, you know, I, I was just... I've always been... Like, when I was younger, I was just eager to prove myself. You know what I mean? I was eager to prove myself.
2: That was just our surroundings from where we yeah. were from. It just it it made us be defensive. Yeah,
1: bro. We come I mean. we, we we grew up in hostility, that's why we hostile, bro. Facts, facts. That's
2: a fact. Yo, you remember my first time going to LA and coming back and telling you oh, yeah. about this artist that um that bro. Johnny found? That I'm like, yo, this nigga is, he going to be the next thing, bro. This yeah. nigga is like Snoopy, but he a new version of this bro. nigga. He's really on- Don't He's make like- me cry on here today. Let me fuck man, you up. Let so me man. show you my first the flick. biggest impact, man. The first bro, flick man. I took of this nigga in Harlem when I took him to Harlem for the first time. That's Fuck crazy. Yeah, man. Yo, we gotta put that
0: picture up. In front of MJ. Make sure you put bro. that I'm picture crazy. up. i Yo,
2: You
1: know what's so crazy about Nip? Make sure you put that picture up. We so a lot of people up. like a lot of people think that, that well a lot, I wanna say a lot of people think. People don't know that, like niggas don't know that I met Nip through you. I met Nip in oh eight.
2: Before that. Oh, Before 07. that. Huh? Famous, oh, nah, factory. famous Factory, I remember. No, I was there. I got, look, I got footage of that. That show right there. That show That's right there. I, no, I got
1: footage of that. Cause remember them, them cameras, the the shit that used to, the, the flip cameras. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I got one of them shits hove in my crib. It's got the USB, but I I I filmed that. I filmed the day of fucking Ray 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 funeral. Oh yeah, yeah, yo. I, oh, but yes. I got that. I got that show. So look, oh, bro, nigga. no bullshit. Shit with Nip. I I'll never forget Dizzy Like yo, it's this nigga. He from Cali. He like yo, this nigga like Snoop, bro. He like he remind me of Snoop. He's like he a crip nigga. He mad tall. Got the bread. <laughs> like, this nigga fire. I remember one day, me and Dizzy, we was coming down to because J- Shipes crib was the hangout spot. You know what I mean? So like we was coming to, to Shipes crib. We was walking, and him, Shipes, and, and 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 Nip was on on the corner at that restaurant. They was asking, having lunch, was
2: having, and then yep.
1: Dizzy had the key to the to the crib. So he like Shipes. Like yo, just go ahead, go upstairs. We go upstairs. And Nip come upstairs and he talking. I thought it was so funny because the thing about it, like, crips in New York. Don't say cuz all the time. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Yo, bro. He said
1: every, every word thing. this nigga said was cu- yo, yes, he so like, cuz. Like we say yo, cuz. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, like yeah. We yo, bro.
1: Yo, B. everything. everything he was man. like, he like cuz, he like, cuz man. I, I, yo, this shit crazy, cuz. He like, everything he kept saying was cuz. <laughs> I thought that shit was so funny, cuz. I went back there I said, yo, I said, the, I, said, the, I, said the, I met the Nipsey nigga. I said, yo, that nigga be saying cuz all the time. I ain't gonna <laughs> <laughs> saying cuz all the time. <laughs> but no, bro, Nip. Yo, Nip. Um, what's crazy about that is like you know I had known Nip because it's a few times I've been in, his, in Shipes crib with him, and then um you know years later when Karen Karen Civil my sister, our good sister Karen man, Yo, I, love Karen. I love Karen man. That's my sister. She's given me tons of advice over the years. Not only that, she's put money in my pocket. Feel me? And she and we got genuine love for each other. She got
0: a podcast right now. Yeah she, podcast yeah, she got a podcast coming soon. Shout out
1: to her, mm-hmm. yeah. Karen. When I was doing Cool Mentality, Karen had called me and she's like, Yo. She said, Nip, she's like, yo, Nip doing breakfast club tomorrow. She's like, come and make sure you got blue hats. She's like, make sure you got hats. Bro, when Nip, when I seen Nip, it was his first breakfast club interview. Mm. So I'm sitting outside, way know, because <laughs> I had a great, like the breakfast club, they my friends. You know what I mean? And, and like Yee, that's my Shal- sister, Charlamagne Shal- on them. Man. And, um, you know, while we're doing this shit, well, he Nip comes out and they taking flicks. Nip took like 20, he remembered me from you. Cause this was kind of years later, but he right. remembered me from you. He's like, yeah, I remember you nigga. And then he took like ten, yo, bro, I still got the pictures. He took like 10, like 10 or 15 pictures of my hat, bro. And I when I put that hat up, I mean Nipsey wasn't the Nipsey, you know, at, at his demise, but like I sold like a good 15 hats off that pick. You know and I mean I'm and then and then after that, that's another one who once, you know, me and Nip, I mean me and Dave started working together, we go to LA and me and Karen connect him and Nip. And, you know, Nip had us on his block with him. And And that
2: shit tied a full circle. Full circle,
1: bro. bro. And what's crazy about Nip is, is like, bro, he had like, like, this nigga, he, anything you trying to do, like, bro, you could be like, yo, my girl want to, um, you be like, yo, my girl trying to start a lipstick line. He be like, Oh, worker! Huh? Like I know, a, I know a nigga who like he he got the looks and shit. Yeah, he be like yeah. he got the packaging. You want me to connect with guy, go. bro? yo,
0: bro. This nigga got a He got a guy.
1: So the first day, the first day, like Dave and him, like link them, link up. We in L.A. We had a show and shit. We in L.A. We go to we go over by you know Crenshaw's Lawson. Mm-hmm. Sitting in the car. You know Dave. He connected over there with you know what what he do with his mm-hmm. affiliations and mm-hmm. you know somebody came make sure he's cool and shit. But then like we sitting there, we go in the store. The store looked like fucking like white Tee spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's before he store, built. Yeah. yeah He's Bad. white Tee spot. He gave me shit. Well, I bought shit too, but he gave me some shit. He gave me a hoodie for Casir for my son. He like, then we went from there. We went to his block because they shot a video. We shot the video and shit. And then he was like. <laughs> we ain't gonna stay here too long, you know. That nigga be in and out. <laughs> Yo, know, all them niggas, everybody in Cali, what? Like it's like cars, like New York, not like that, bro. Cars is going all day. Every car nigga be sitting here talking to you, and the whole time he talk to nigga eyes is like this. Facts. Every single car. Facts. Nigga eyes like this. Niggas come over, throw some shit up out the window. They throw shit up out the window, like it was crazy. Then we we went from there to his studio, and then me and Dave, you know this at this time, me and Dave is we making some money. Like we got money now, so. We wanted to build a studio. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. The nigga Nip like, he like, yo, cut, y'all want to build a studio? He like, yo, you want to build a studio? I'm like, yeah. He like, well, let me know. He like, the nigga who built mine, he do custom jobs. I send that nigga right to you. Y'all can work it out. However y'all work it out, go ahead. Like, bro, anything you wanted to do. If you t- you could tell a nigga I'm trying to open McDonald's, he'd be like, yo, listen. The way you got to open McDonald's is, because you got to meet the nigga over here. He'll uh, bring you that nigga. Yo, he had advice for everything, and I'm... I'm forever grateful for the relationship that I had that was birthed through you because even when I would see him, I, and the only regret I always have with my relationship with Nip is he would always tell me to come out with him every mm-hmm. time I see him and I didn't. Mm-hmm. Last time I saw him was at Charlotte All-Star Weekend, and this is when I had TJ Porter. Mm-hmm. We we going in a Dreamville brunch. He walking out. Him, Adam, all of them. I love Adam. That's my nigga. I love Adam too. Um, and one thing I nip will always do is like if he see me and he with ten niggas, he make all of them niggas walk over to me. Like that nigga really move, like he had the FOI with him, bro. I, I,
2: yo, I got a good, my, a good bro. Last they story. all move.
1: They come to me like. He gave me a pound. He's like, yo, ain't no. S-. I said, it's my artist, T.J. Port. like, oh, worry. Like, where you from? He like, hauling Me like, oh, you you fucking with the right nigga. Da da. He like, yo. He said, we gonna go out tonight, nigga. He like, hit my phone. I'm like, ah, I hit your phone. Never hit his <laughs> phone. Never hit his phone. Cause I just, you know, what? you know, it's crazy because people do that to me. They're like, I don't want to bother you. You know what I mean? But I, I wish fair. I would have had that, uh, an experience of because we did do shit though. Like we did um when Dave like when I was managing East. We did shit with him in Minnesota, like we had a show together in Minnesota. We did a few things with them, you know what I mean, but like
0: that's how Dave and um, Nip built the relationship.
1: Yeah, dude, like when me and Karen, you know what I mean, Cameron, um me and Karen, like we put them on the phone together and shit because Karen, we was trying to put Dave on a marathon agency. You know what I mean? So, like, we have connected them and all of that shit. And, like, they, they built their own relationship after we connected them and shit. You know what I'm saying? And then they had, like, you know, they got their street affiliation. So, like, you know, the niggas that they fuck with, they fuck with them. And they they mesh well. And, you know what I mean? It's all love, man. I just, I be like, damn, bro. Like, that that shit took the air out of me when that brother passed, man. For real.
2: Yeah, that, that shit, man, I moment, right, still get man. emotional when I think about that shit. The last time I seen Nip was, um I want to say, Hen- Henny Palooza in L.A.,
0: Mm.
2: I was with Wale And uh, Wale Had went to do like a surprise performance Cause you know Yeah yeah they do it, always do the profi- surprise Surprise shit. performance shit <clears throat> And we on the stage And this stage is like Probably the biggest stage As far as Nahoma It was a long ass stage all Right And it's, The stage is always packed Cause mm-hmm. it's Henny Palooza And I just see this tall nigga All the way down <laughs> here With this black leather and I look and it's this nigga nip, and somehow me and this nigga lock eyes and he just hit me with one of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He always <laughs> give one. <a laughs>
0: And then he starts yeah, and, and, and then He yeah. walked
2: my way. Yeah, and, yeah. and it felt like the whole stage opened. Bro. And a nigga gave me the big dap and the hug. And yeah, it just and he with his girl and niggas is, you know, introduced me and nigga. like, yo, smoke low, cause he always called me smoke. smoke low, low, yeah. he like, smoke low, man. I love you, cuz
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. you doing it, nigga. And, yeah. and I'm like, nigga, you doing it, nigga, yeah. you here. Ah, yeah. ah. And it was like it, it was the best last. Yo, bro.
1: But think Con- about this. Every time, every time you see him, it always is a moment. It was always. It's always moment. a moment when you see that nigga, bro. Every time, like I remember, when he got nominated for a Grammy. I saw him at the Grammy party, mm. and I was with like, like I was with a, with a, a few of the, like my my GS9 homies and shit. Mm-hmm. He came, him, Lauren, all. He made everybody come over to me. He seen me. He walking in that nigga. Everybody came a over to B-line. me. He like, yo, I said I'm about to go to the um I said, he said he said, you going to the store before you leave? I was like, yeah, we was we're in LA? I was like, yeah, he said, you know, nigga, hit my phone. He like, I'm gonna make sure that niggas put I know you like to buy your own shit, but niggas gonna put extra shit in your bag, nigga. He like, you good on that show? He like, I like seeing you on that show. Like, like he he, he show me show me love, speaking man. Speaking
2: of that show, yeah, because I know my guys, I, I don't wanna keep you here for too long, but I, I wanna <laughs> I wanna get all my Stronger. all my shit. Right, 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 right. So so that show that we speaking about everyday mm-hmm. struggle. Now before you got to that show, your voice on the internet alone, on Twitter.
0: Yeah. That,
2: that whole world, I felt like it wasn't no ceiling for it. It right. just felt like, you know, people would follow suit to what you said. So, me seeing you on a complex show didn't really... It wasn't a surprise for me. I'm Yo, like, why everybody is... say that, bro? Because it just <laughs> wasn't, bro. Because you, you always had a structured opinion. And mm. it wasn't an opinion of hate. It yeah. wasn't a shock value. Right. It was a structured opinion where it was like people could relate to your opinion because yeah. mo- most times when you say something I'll be like damn this nigga's right <laughs> so for you to be on that show and then to be on that show after All Joe the, left yeah
1: yeah yeah right yeah. so
2: it was like you was you was you you had a task where people didn't know how it was gonna go
0: and after the year that Joe had
2: oh yeah yeah that was, because right because of- bro
1: so think about that's crazy you said that because yeah. look that was not in my sights in my career, in my life ever. I wanted to be rich and nobody know me. That's what I really want to be. Like, like I got, yeah, I, I got to a point where I was like, yeah, I want to be a rich nigga that like, the nigga, the nigga that, the nigga that pull up in a in a in a um, the nigga that pull up in a um, in a Lamborghini with with a Nike Tech suit on that well, don't nobody know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, nah. Oh this I'm gonna <laughs> tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Well, I, I only did this one day cuz I was bored. <laughs> but 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 doing <laughs> <laughs> nigga? I'm doing all right. That's a fact. But the show. So literally like I said, I never saw that in my sight's ever. I never that was never one of my goals. And um what happened was, you know Nadesca, shout out to my sister Nadesca. Um when I was managing East, that's how I met her. She was working at MTV at the time, you know, she was doing rap fix live and all mm-hmm. that. And she was doing editorials. So they came up town, she came up town to, to the East Side and interviewed East one time. You know what I mean? And um, me and her got cool. Anybody that know me, man? We exchange contacts. Like we might not talk all the time, but like every now and then, I'm gonna, if I know you got kids, I'm gonna ask how they doing. If your mom's is sick or your mom's doing, all right, you gonna, we always gonna be we always gonna have that if we got like mutual respect for each other. That's and true. and everybody you meet, you ain't got to get money with. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the biggest misconception is that like, yo, all right, bro, let's link and let's build and let's make like let's take over the world. No, we don't have to do that. We just be cool. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So me and the desk was just cool. Mm-hmm. And I was a fan of the show. I'm watching the show every day. You know what I mean? Um, when Joe is on it, because you know I got a lot of love and respect for Joe. Um, and uh, watching the show and then you know the whole shit transpires. I I didn't really pay attention to when the whole shit ended like that. Like I was at this time, I'm transitioning out of my shit with Dave, so it's like I'm just trying to figure out you know what's my next thing I'm gonna do. Who's gonna be my next artist? Like really, how I'm gonna pay my bills for. Real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like that's that's the biggest thing. And um. I literally was watching an episode when Star came on, and you know Star, bro. I used to wake up early in the that's morning, Star, bro. Yeah, yeah. bro that's, that's you Star, know, bro. I I got a lot of you know everybody, you know. Act, they, she got. I mean, I got his thing with the. I mean, with um Star, um fucking the She had a thing with Star, but for me, like Star, you know, I never really had a problem with him because when I had a. Came on the show like this is a nigga that I woke up early, extra early in the morning to go to school so I could hear him on my Walkman. You know what I mean? This I is a nigga that, who, who, like, I woke up early because he was funny. You know what I'm saying? And he was entertaining and um, and controversial. Yeah, and controversial. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I didn't agree with everything he did, but like, I I was a fan of Star. Like, keep it a hundred. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I came on the show. I hit nadesca You know, cause she her and Star had a little spat and um. I was um she was like saying something to him. They was having like a little back and forth and I texted her like, yeah, took your shit, you know what I mean? She hits me in the back like a week later, like, yo, um, she's like, Yo, Wayne, I'm such a bad friend, but yo, you know what you should, she's like, come on the show and debate with us one day. And I'm like, For real? She's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. So at this time I was about my company called Triangle Offense, I was transitioning and that. Well, as far as from a merchandise standpoint, and I had my hat. I was about to go hard with the merch starting that January, February or whatever. And I went there, I was really just trying to wear a dope outfit, promote my hat and shit, and just talk about music. And I came there that one day I never left. Crazy. It's crazy. I came there and never left until you know, of course we we finished we closed we finished the show. And it's so funny because like even when I got on the show, bro, I got a lot of hate from when I when after because I was on there as a guest with star. And then when I actually got onto the show, I got a lot of hate, not from fans who just are fans of Joe Button, but I got a lot of hate from like journalists. Like hmm. I seen certain shit. I mean like I want I want to say I always feel like man Martin Luther King was hated and they killed him. Yeah, so if niggas right. ain't taking it that far I ain't really no hate. All
2: Martin Luther King day right you you right I you feel me? I feel like they were trying on the
1: light <laughs> too. <laughs> right but but the thing was is like yo bro like end of the day is like I don't I don't never use like for me this this whole shit is monopoly bro. Like it's it's easy not not easy in the sense of like I'm diminishing what it is that I do. I'm saying like you know Bro, if niggas only knew half the shit I've done in my life to to pay my bills or to help my mother or to take care of my kids, bro. Talk your
0: shit.
1: Y'all niggas not gonna play with me. Hmm. Talk your shit. By no means. Like hmm. and I'm not even on that type of time, but y'all not gonna play. Hmm. Because I've 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 I grew up we grew up in the same environment, Dizza, but like I grew up in an environment where it's like, bro, the the shit that y'all call crazy is I, I Saturday that's, night the party. That's normal. You know what I mean? And, and I don't and I don't take that's that. And That's what I'm saying. I, I don't use that as no special power. It's not cool and none of that. But I'm not on that in this. I'm, I'm I came in, I'm in here. I'm trying to be an entertainer. You know what I mean? I'm I'm now I'm an entertainer. So the same people that I was managing making money for them, I'm making the same money they making. But but I'm an entertainer now. So it's like I'm in a positive space where I'm just trying to use my voice to encourage, uplift, and talk shit. If it ain't nothing. Like crazy, we ain't gonna play around. You know what I'm saying? So when I seen certain people, it's people saying like, "Who is this nigga? Like he ain't never did nothing in this game. He ain't solidified. He ain't no. one fact is that I'm not a journalist. You know what I mean? Definitely not a journalist. But
2: You're I have structured perspective.
1: What What I will say is is that I'm a I am a person who um, takes advantage of opportunity when it's provided for me. If you if you tell me like if if a nigga told me you you wanted to just like make a bottle to sell iced teas and I'm gonna come up with a whole nother idea as how we could do that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm gonna take it as far as I can and, and once I came on the show, you know, it was a little I wouldn't say scary, it was a little vulnerable, putting myself out there like that, you know, um but I love it, bro. I made like great I did that show
2: for three years. It's crazy how three years went so that fast. That fast, right? Yeah. I mean, so t- crazy. I made a ton of money. And, and then, you know, your, your life is so crazy. <laughs> in, in closing, right? Because, right. you know, after that, it's funny how we went the whole history from the beginning. Right. And now we be at the tail end. So after you leave Everyday Struggle, um, you you get a new gig. Well, I, I got the gig. Well, well I, or pre-leaving Everyday Struggle, you had. Well,
1: the gig I can't. I, I, well, so. My next shit, which I ain't say nothing no, about. No, not you. the next, next, shit. next, next shit.
2: shit. I'm, I'm talking agent. about Asylum. Oh, no, no. Asylum, I did that while I was at Everyday Show. Yeah, that's what I'm
1: saying. And yo, that's the thing. It's like, what's crazy is, like, it ain't no media personality that been a, a record executive at the same time. This is what
2: I'm saying. You know what yeah, I mean? Feel like, me? We it, did. It had an artist that's, well, has an artist. Yeah, yeah. Sada Child Baby. Sada Baby. That's my brother, Love with so I just was in Detroit
1: with them. Bro, them niggas is crazy. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Detroit is crazy.
1: <laughs> but yeah, man, it's just, you know what it is? Every day I wake up. I still got that same thirst as a kid, like just want to go outside and ride my bike. You love what you do. Bro. I, yeah, then I, I do what I love. You know what I'm saying? And and the thing is, is like I be thinking about my life, bro. Like my shit is a fairy tale in the sense of like I really got everything I wanted. I got the girl I wanted. You know what I mean? I got, I got the the the, the stuff. I was I just wanted once I got a little older, it just became to the point where I just wanted to do something to make my family happy, make my that my mom and my dad. You know, rest in peace to my dad, but like. That he could be proud of. My dad was a, a street nigga that got a lot of bread, so it's like peace, and peace to Big Wayne, man. You know, I loved him, man. Yeah, he loved man. Him, he loved me. Yeah, yeah. my pa said nigga. That, that was awesome. His Instagram, man, it'd be crazy because I'd be looking at pictures, and the first like comment I'd be seeing is a comment he left, like on like some of my old pictures from like this last year. So it's like I'm still adjusting to that, but you know, um, yeah, man. I just wanted to make my parents happy more than anything, and I just wanted to. Be an example, man. It's like, I'm also, I'm from the Bronx. Like, a lot of people get it twisted and be like, oh, where you from? I'm from Harlem, but I am from the Bronx as well. I was born and raised in the Bronx, and then I moved to Harlem.
2: HBO, HBO Harlem, Bronx
1: only. Right, 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 right. You feel me? So it's like, you know, for me, um, I just wanted to be a representation of something that a kid, boy, a girl, you know what I mean? No matter where you from, care if you from the hood or if you from the burbs, everybody got their struggles to look at and be like, damn, here's a person who... You know, the the hand that was dealt to them, they took that shit and they they they, they I don't know card terms and none of that shit when it come to a full house or whatever that shit is, but did it like really did it and I want I want to be remembered forever. Like I want people to look back. All I want, I swear. And you know what's crazy about this shit? My father's funeral, bro. Not many people came up to me. It was like, your father was that nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you feel good, bro. Yo, I swear, bro. I didn't shed one tear at my father's funeral, bro. Mm. Not one. Because my he told me not to. But not only that, I was happy. My father made it to be 70 years old. I was happy that, like, in my father's ending, that it was people who loved him. Mm-hmm. Genuinely loved him. Like, I mean, genuinely. People was like, yo, man, I know your father. I didn't know my father had a fucking a scholarship to go to Xavier, bro. Full academic scholarship to go to Xavier, and he chose the streets. That's crazy. And I didn't know this. So it's like. For people to come to me and show me all I want, cause my day gonna come, it's gonna come one day. But I want people to just say to my kids, "Yo, your father helped me. Facts. Not, not your father gave me. My, your father, words that he said is shit I carry to this day. Ways that he live is things I carry to this day. Your father, I know he's your dad, but he means a lot to the world. That's why I just want my contribution to this world to mean something to people." Mm. Give a fuck where you from
2: Well look It means everything to me While we're living
0: I I, I, I appreciate that man I love love you too bro That's fact
2: I'm so glad I'm so proud of you (laughs) Thank you bro I'm so happy to have you In the space You know what I mean Cause you know This is my new passion Along with the music And everything else I'm doing Yeah You know what I mean Just talking to my friends And really getting that narrative out that to show all these other kids and you know adults that still yeah decided with doing right things, right, that right you could fucking do it that's you a know fact what I mean it could be done yeah um you before before, we, yeah, but the, before m- we we gotta get, get, get here, real fast before, before we get out of here you fucked Sherry Bryan's name uh you fucked her name up and you fucked no her nah, name yeah, is yeah. not Sherry yeah. name Sherry and then and then you fucked Arabelle's name up last week. Yo, Her name Arabelle, is not I'm Annabelle. I'm Her name is fucking Arabelle. So whatever yo, your nigga, pick of listen. the week is this week, yo, 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 you listen, make listen, sure listen, you get that right. Yo, 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 listen, <laughs> man. Yo,
0: I'm new to this, people. I'm new to this. You're doing a good job, though, you doing a good job, man. No, 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 It's not about the job. You do. You get people names right. Would you like if somebody fucked your name up? They fuck my name up all the time, nigga. Do you like it? What's my name, Smoke? Say my Say my name, my full name. My
2: name. Menage, that's not, not
0: Menage, <laughs> nigga. All right, say my name right, nigga. nigga that's just, how I pronounce yeah. it, nigga. what you, you talking about, nigga. No, no, listen, man, you you answer to listen, it. Listen, listen. Just go ahead, listen, man. Listen, give your, your shit. Up. Look, look, look. We gonna let you pick the porn Star of the Week.
1: Porn Star of the Week. Okay.
0: Oh, you got one.
1: I got a few I could refer to. <laughs> oh, nah, we let it go.
0: Stick it, Nah, I had, cause you know, cause you know, you know what I'm saying? We grew up in the 90s. I'm oh, a 90s. Nigga, niggas, yeah. niggas was shaking the dice, bro. Talk like, to On <laughs> well, my block, we call, call, call it get money. Talk to him. We call it
1: get money on my block. Talk to him,
0: baby. Nah, if you know what's you crazy... What yo, you know what's crazy, you though? When, when, niggas was not,
1: when niggas was younger, niggas, you'd be like, nah, who you get money to, boy?
0: Who you getting money to, man? No fake so love, man. Hey, yo, sit down,
2: yo, man. no alright. So look, say, yeah. picking up, picking
1: up stars, we pick it up. We pick up. Boy, start the week. Alright, what's the pool? What's the pool? You got a pool? I had two. Who's your two?
0: Alright, so, look. so look, 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 look. That was just for the culture,
1: right? Okay, okay. I was trying
0: to do, you know, I was trying to pay because we was giving flowers. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So I was trying to pay homage. Right. I, I usually go new. Oh, independent, but we gonna. You know what I'm saying? But if you got one, nah, I got. Be, we rolling with you. All right, bro. so look, oh, I'm yeah, gonna
1: we tell. We with, all, right, with all right, no, you no, now. but I got a, I gotta, um, I got, one, I got one, but then I got an honorable mention. Do I have one in an honorable yeah, mention? You know, I got, but the, the honorable mention niggas might not know. It's all I, good. I, they they I, go, all right, he so know. So, I, nigga, nigga, did you wash your hands today, nigga? You
0: know what
1: I'm saying? Nah. So, um, nah, I gotta go. Roxy Reynolds, the goat, bro. Wow, actually, right. a Because, because, all right. So, that. so look, cause, no, because we we, we we can say, we can say we can say the two you had, right? But look, nigga. but you see, you can see the two that we got, right? She was
0: the third.
1: No, all right, but look, Pinky, look, see the thing about Pinky, right? All right. Thing about Pinky is, Pinky was joined, but she ended up being Wizards joined when she got fat. Oh, that's
0: crazy. She ended up being Wizards joined when she got fat. Pinky I still shook the, back. Back. Still <laughs> <shot> the <laughs> dice to <laughs> the I, Yeah, BBW. Pinky caught five. She caught no, it five. No, but my honorable
1: <laughs> mention is Serena Ali. I don't know you. You oh, know who he, Serena oh, Ali is? You know everybody, all right, bro. I, 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 yo, this niggas is I
0: with you, bro. So we Serena <laughs> up, yo, my nigga. This is my nigga. Nah, man. Serena Ali. Nah, Serena nigga. Ali, fire. Nah, Serena, I'ma see you tonight, baby. I P O W or the week. Work, bro. 12.
2: P O W P O W all the week. Serena Ali. Serena Ali. Serena Ali.
0: Before Roxy, Roxy, we gotta put Roxy to go, dog. Roxy You know what I'm saying? Right, and <laughs> you, know you know what, know what I'm w- saying. She. But, but, she got but, ties in the hip hop. Before you know I mean. before
2: we get out of here, shout out to our sponsors, Ultra High. Shout out to Ultra High, Ultra High. the best motherfucking weed on the black market right now. Talks, you man. know what I mean? I'm a black market shorty. Even though we just opened up our dispensary in Detroit, I wish I had my little uh, my little shit. Yeah but... yeah yeah right, right, yeah. All right, we just opened our dispensary first smoke was I better be out there dispensary too. in D- in Detroit. You gotta relax. Shout out to Ultra High. Um, shout out to Packs and Pearls. The best roll-ups in the game. Better than backwards. Better than backwards. All right? Mm. All right? And then shout-out to Spray420. Um, You want to mask your weed smell. Uh, You like smoking weed in the bathroom when Lil, I Lil Paulie is. You, you know what I mean? So Lil Paulie got to use saying? the potty. You That's spray motherfucking about this, uh, photos, this,
0: this you know 420 shit. Close the two minutes and you Gucci. Yeah,
2: and you get that going. You know what I'm saying? My, my, my fucking pops is calling me to harass me right now. No but, fake Sean. love.
0: No fake love. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> no my boy. Love. No fake love. You know what I'm saying? Hit them up. At No Fake Love, right? On Instagram. I'm working Faces right now.
2: Apparel. I'm going to call you back.
0: No Fake Love Apparel. No Fake Love Apparel on Instagram. Hit them up for your hoodies and all that streetwear. You know what I'm saying? Get right. Do what you got to
2: do. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Um, In closing, you know what I mean? Um, I love everybody. I don't even have no slick therapeutic shit to say. Even though I did therapy this morning, I just I, I can't give a gem that I normally give. But I'm going to tell everybody, stay safe. Stay dangerous. um, Stay out the way. And what's that stupid shit you say?
0: Curls for the girls, wave for the babes, and that's for the hood rats. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so bro, wait, ho. Yeah, yeah, t- yeah. yeah. Wait, no right. more what
2: not. My
0: motherfucking yeah. brother, they I love don't know you.
1: About Serena, Ali. Love you too, yeah, my
0: nigga. They don't know about yeah. Like, yo. Like, like. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster?
1: Oh,
2: you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about?